Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. This is Oh, this is actually kind of old school for us, at least this year. We haven't done a whole bunch of Tuesdays. So this, my friends, is a can-crushing Tuesday, baby. The classic. This is how we used to always roll. Somebody just pop a top. I can swear. I, I, just... I, I crushed the can, man. <laughs> I crushed the can, baby. Look at sound that. Effects. As if sound effects. As if one key. Man, that is fantastic. You know what? For that, look, our resident Colts fan who got crushed like that can <laughs> by the Saints on Monday Night Football. That was a debacle of a game, dude. I thought I was watching yeah, the Saints slaughter the Redskins. That's what that reminded me of. Good God. Let's go ahead and get him up in here, man. That's right. Who am I? What's my name? Apparently, it's Drew Brees dropping dimes all over the place, brother. Good God. My I, man, dude. I mean, burn the tape, dude. If, if you're a Colts fan, just burn the tape. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a clinic. He, he put on, if you want to learn how to play quarterback, Drew Brees put on an absolute clinic last night. It was just, it was gorgeous. It was Beautiful quarterback play. How yeah. it should be played. Not much else you can say. Nah. <laughs> okay. That's like a single game completion percentage record. Four touchdowns breaks Peyton's all time touchdown record. Yep. <sighs> you know. What you gonna do, bro? What you gonna Obviously do? Nothing. Yeah. No resistance whatsoever. Not Kinda no, like, not uh, a lot, Navy man. Crushed Army on Saturday. <laughs> go Navy, beat Army. That's right. There you go. And they beat that ass. Yo, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. My God. <laughs> well, we'll certainly revisit the Saints Colts game. Uh, not so much about the the nuts no? and bolts of the game. Yes, uh, just like Drew Brees revisited the end zone multiple times in that game. We have a few things to talk about. I got to get my shots in. My, t- you know, I don't know what the Redskins are terrible. Haskins is probably serving up some more bad beats to people before the end of this year is done. And uh, I have very little faith in the Packers. I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Y'all got completely destroyed by the 49ers. So, uh, yeah, I know. Record looks good. But I, I think you have to have some concerns about the state of Green Bay. When they play their best football, they can run with really anybody. I just don't know that we're going to get that over the rest of this year and into the playoffs. I don't have a lot of faith, but I'll I'll enjoy the ride, I guess. Yeah. My very first NFL game, I went to go watch Indianapolis at the end of the 2003 season. Uh It was the game where Peyton broke the Marino's record of touchdown passes in a season. Yeah. Played against the San Diego Chargers and quarterback Drew Brees. How about that? How about that? How about that? Good old Drew, buddy. Good old Drew. You know what rhymes with Drew? That's right. Woo! Let's brew. go. Well, brew, brew also does. That's true. Not where I was going, but I do like your line of thought, sir. Desat poo. <laughs> well, poo can also rhyme with that. That's also that also rhymes with splat. But um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Hopefully not there. But I guess somebody's going streaking. So on that note, let's go ahead and get old Desat up in this piece. You ready to hit your cue, brother? Always. All right, three brewing fun, buddy. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm happy that Eli climbed back to 500. By the way, but uh, are you ready to say goodbye? 
No. No? Okay. <laughs> what do you hope because is Daniel Jones gonna play this coming week? In the in uh, the in the upper tier draft positioning bowl. <laughs> I don't think so. No? I don't I think they let, they let Eli finish out the year. I, I think they 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 say, you know, rest up rookie and we'll see you next year and Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe maybe that'll be a fun DFS bet or uh play. Shouldn't say bet. You never know. Right, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Other day, man, things going all right, brother. Uh, yes, sir. Good. I'm happy to hear it. It's good to see your old mug this fine can crushing Tuesday, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, especially after you sorted out your technical difficulties from earlier. That's <laughs> a win. You. I look forward to you dropping your laptop at least once during the course of this podcast. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, have, I have absolute faith that it will happen. <laughs> All right. I guess I could say for the Niners going from essentially the one to the five, we could do a little little juvenile uh, juvenile back that ass up. But that's kind of dirty. That's kind of dirty, isn't it? Seriously. <laughs> well, Seriously. It, it was right there in front of me in the in like the Winamp queue, and I'm like, oh, well, I got to use that. It's like right there. You know, why not? Okay. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> Look, they're going to have the chance in week 17 to put a stamp on it. Come on. Have some faith. Yeah, I know. Have <laughs> some faith. Anyway, it's good to get old giddy guys up in here, man. Yeah, that's right. What up, brah? Uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, hoping that... Well, can't look past week 16 first because just got to get that out of the way. and Then True. they can focus on week 17, but... It is what it is at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm, t- I'm honestly tired of people going, the Falcons, really? And I'm just like, dude, the Falcons aren't exactly a bad team, and they did beat a Drew Brees-led Saints team earlier this year. How do you explain those? T- in the course of this season, given what the Falcons looked like earlier this year, isn't it amazing that they handed the Saints and the 49ers losses? It really is wild. Like, one anomaly weirdo mulligan game, like, totally. But they... I mean, those are two high-quality wins. So, oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, and the fact that good on them. once again, it came down to the last fucking play of the game mm-hmm. on a review. Yeah, but, but that was tough on Hooper. That was tough. That was tough. But, I mean, Julio, that ball, that, I mean, the ball broke the plane. I'm just, I know. I'm just. It's just like great. Right down to a review. <laughs> I know. They're going to review it. Shit. Of course. Yeah. Which, I guess, unless it's Nikhil Harry or something, they'll go ahead and review that just to be sure. But <laughs> you got to. Absolutely, Jones, man. You know. No. No. You got to do it. You got to do it. But no, that was a wild ride, man. And I, I thought I could swear that every single 49ers loss has been like right at the end, like. Uh, has been at uh, the end yeah. of the game because one was the the field goal. Seattle. Yeah. Well, one was the fi- the the Ravens field goal. Then you have this debacle right at the end of the uh, Falcons game. And, and then the and then Seattle kicking the field goal as overtime runs out. See, that's tough. But you know, and they, go ahead. I was going to say they could have ran out the clock on Seattle and just taken the tie. Mm. Well, if McLaughlin had missed the field goal. Yeah, it's a different story. Oh, was but... that the one that went into the tunnel? Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, had they had Robbie back there, maybe that's a different outcome. You it's know. Quite possibly. Yeah, but uh, you know, but you he's got... had his share of misses too because yeah. that missed extra point really kind of put it on him because mm-hmm. if he hadn't missed the extra point, 
then that would have forced Atlanta to actually have to kick the ball, and Co may have actually missed it. You never know. You never know. But what we do know is there's there at least. Uh, let me tell you what. You know what would would if they're not the one seed and they end up being a wild card. You know they're traveling to whoever's coming out of the NFC East, right? That's just how this is going to work out. So they completely embarrass them, right? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be fitting? <laughs> the 49ers just going to road and slaughter like Dallas or something. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I'm hard pressed to imagine that it's Philadelphia. I think I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I could swear Dak in his career, Dak has fared fairly well against Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia made Dwayne Haskins look like an NFL quarterback. Yeah, no, so. that's true. That's true. And the Cowboys should be able to air it out on them. I would think. I would think. Yeah, they got to get that run game going, though, to get that. They, they yeah. got to run it to get the air game going. Yeah, no, I mean, I hear you. But there should there's opportunity space against Philadelphia. That's true. the thing. I mean, Cooper should just shred them. To pieces. I mean, besides the Cowboys finally got their first, well, wasn't that their first win against a team with a winning record against the Rams? Yes. yes. Yeah, so they have that off of them. So, you know, that monkey's Not off that the rack. the Rams are exactly lighting the world on No, no, point. the Rams are weird. The Rams are weird. Uh, and I think there's a lot of teams that are that are inconsistent. I mean, you have a, clearly a group, a, like an elite level group, and then you have a couple teams that are good, but they, you know, they, they have that butt slid in there uh, somewhere. And then I mean, you have some trash. I mean, there's always trash teams in the league. And then you have the, you know, you got a couple of teams that aren't necessarily good, but they have enough defense or they have enough stuff that every once in a while they can creep up and get you. Uh, but they're not consistent. So there's like inconsistent, mediocre plus side, and then there's you know above average, inconsistent, sometimes play down, and you know shankopotamus some jobbies. And then there's just the Chargers, who I don't know how the hell to explain them. They're just they're just a damn mess. So, anyway, um, well I'll tell you what. Let, let's do a little fun factoids, a little little stuff with uh, Week 15. Unless you guys want to talk about the Pro Bowl very briefly, uh, only because the rosters were announced tonight. And I don't I don't mind kicking off for a, at least a moment with that. The team du jour right now is clearly the Baltimore Ravens, and a lot of that is is just you know led by Lamar Jackson, who is having he's having an incredible year. We all know it. Anybody if you play fantasy, just ask Whitfield. Um <laughs> Lamar Jackson's having a great year. Uh and the Ravens are phenomenal. But they got like twelve people in the Pro Bowl roster, dude. That is Jesus. that is intense, man. That is a ton. Uh, of course Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Morgan Cox, Marlon Humphrey, Mark Ingram, uh a couple of people that most most people aren't gonna know, unless you're a Ravens fan, maybe you do. Marcus Peters, Earl Thomas, Justin, of course, Justin Tucker. Um, so, but I mean, twelve, dude. That is a That's ton. Insane. Saints have seven. You know, as always, there's a couple of snubs. Dak didn't make it. Uh, <coughs> hey, look, the Redskins got a punter on there. Yeah, buddy. Hey, hey yeah, Redskins got a punter in there. He's had a lot of practice. He's year. had a lot of practice this year. So you know, you know, you're having a great year when like punt party at the Pro Bowl. Way to, way to blow. Er, way, way to go. Yeah, can't wait. That's wonderful. Tressway. Sure, if you made it too. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's also also went to IR. So the mm. <laughs> the Pro Bowl alternate will uh, gladly take that space. But uh, no Tom Brady, no Julian Edelman. Uh, which I, I'm still. I don't think he's ever. Has he ever made the Pro Bowl? I don't Edelman? think. Yeah, I don't think he has. Um, which is kind of incredible, honestly. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's more of a postseason. I know, I know, but some of this, you know, some of the Pro Bowl is just is just reputation. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is in the sure. look, and I like Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think this season justifies him as a Pro Bowl quarterback. Does it? I mean, NFC, you got Breeze. Yep. You got. You got Breeze. You got Rodgers, and you got Russell Wilson. I guess part of the thing hurting the Cowboys is just they've been up and down and inconsistent. But from a number standpoint, you'd think that Dak might have slid in, but I don't know. Eh, whatever. It's Pro Bowl stuff. Really, the big thing was just the Ravens absolutely crushing it. I wonder Uh, if, like, Edelman and them, if there was somebody around to, like, yeah, film their reactions or something like that. Been, maybe they can do great. some. Maybe they need to do some TikTok videos just for good measure. <laughs> you know. Hey, did Ryan Tannehill make it? No, come on now. Tannehill's not making it. What are you talking about? Um, let's see. That's the. That's the. I mean, come on. It's, it's Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson, which you really can't argue against any of those three. Oh, AFC's. Quarterback yeah, heavy, man. I, yeah, yeah, you can't argue against any of those three. So, I mean, I mean, Tom Brady didn't make it, but look at, you know, all three of those guys beat the Patriots on the field and beat them out of the Pro Bowl. So, you know, what are you going to do? Hey, now. hey, you know, and then, you yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't think you can make an argument against any of those three being there. And before so, too long, they'll be beating them out of the playoffs. So they, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think there's there's a strong probability. I'm not going to say that's an absolute lock. The Texans are still too inconsistent for me. Uh, we'll have to see how it all sh- you know how it shakes out as far as seating, and to see if New England can hold on to uh, you know any kind of home games. I think Buffalo is going to give them give them a game on Saturday. Buffalo, oh, yeah, I think Buffalo right. has a lot to play for. I mean, New England certainly does, but you know that that's a nice opportunity for Buffalo to make a real big statement uh, to handle some business there, but. You know, uh, well, I think the seeds are going to determine a lot of that. And uh, where I'm most curious about, I'm really not worried about the Texans. Uh, that's a team that when they play their best game, they can play with anybody and make a good game of it. But they just, they have these weird, I don't know, they have so many letdown games. I mean, you just cannot trust them. I don't trust the Texans at all in the playoffs. No. The Chiefs, yes. The Ravens, yes. The Texans, don't trust them. The Patriots, Great defense, mess on offense, but you just can't write them off because they've just they've just found ways to do it before over and over. And I don't know. I'm sure there'll be a uh, video release spectacular. <laughs> we'll send Dstat mm-hmm. the special collection, the DV, the box set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? But uh, anyway, so kudos Baltimore for getting all those peeps on the Pro Bowl. The big thing is really finishing the season, so we'll see if they can do that. But I would imagine, Mark, just out of curiosity, um, as far as like some of this has to be out there somewhere, and I, I don't mess with betting, you know, in any real capacity. I do like pick them, you know what I'm saying, and that's enough for me. But I don't involve money. But I would imagine the Ravens are probably the favorites for the Super Bowl. I would think. I would imagine you have to be right at this point. I'll admit I, I haven't looked. I can certainly pull it up uh, very quickly. Yeah, why don't, but, uh... why don't you take a peek? Because I would think I would think it's. The Ravens, probably the Ravens won. Maybe, but the Niners be two. Uh, I think the Niners will be high. Um, I think the Chiefs have to be climbing. They probably had decent odds, you know, maybe a couple weeks ago. But they, they, their defense is getting better. Uh, we'll see if Suggs actually shows up and plays for them. Uh, I know he wanted to go back home to Baltimore 
But if you're going to get claimed by a playoff team, you got claimed by one that's has a legit crack at the whole thing. So I don't think you can hate. You know what I'm saying? Like he's on the back end of his career. He doesn't have much time left. You know, that's a nice spot to go, and they have a need for him. Plus, it prevents him going back to Baltimore, which, quite, quite frankly, I love the fact that Suggs put out there. He's like, hey, I don't want to play. I might not report to anybody. You know, hope the Ravens claim. The Ravens didn't even end up claiming that dude. They knew uh, that. They probably hoped maybe he would just slide through waivers and they'd just negotiate with him straight up. But you can't. You, you have to claim him. Right. you got to claim that dude. And anybody in front of the Ravens in the, in the waiver order that had a, is a playoff team absolutely had to, had to claim him. You oh, had to absolutely. do it. Had to do it. All right. So I've, so. Got, I've got the list. Let's okay. See, uh, What's this good? Is, far, is this from? You want, but I'm maybe curious to see if y'all can uh, sort out the top four. Um, I mean, I'm saying between, obviously, between both AFC and NFC. You know, just. I mean, right, four on know. each or four in total. Four in total. Four in total. All right. So we we know the Ravens. I'm going to go with the 49ers. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, and I will probably have to. go. I don't trust the Vikings. I don't trust the Packers. I certainly don't trust anybody out of the NFC East. Probably the Saints are the most likely, I would think. Yeah. So that that's probably, if I had to pick my top four, that's probably it. Um, that discounts the Seahawks, but their defense isn't quite what it was. I love Russell Wilson, don't get me wrong. Um, they lost Josh Gordon. I don't know how much that really hurts them anyway. Yeah, I'd probably go Saints, Niners, Ravens, and Chiefs. So I've probably got one of them wrong, but that would be my... My guess on the top four, in, in that in that order, in that order. Um, oh, let's go, geez, let's go Ravens. Let's go Ravens, Niners, Saints, Chiefs. I'll go Ravens, Saints, Chiefs, Niners. Shannon's Shannon's closest so far. How about that? Got any got any guess, Mister uh, Giggity? Niners won. Niners, 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 Niners. 49ers, 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 and 49ers. <laughs> even I know the Ravens are probably number one on that. But I hey, think um, I would say Ravens, Saints, Niners, and then the Chiefs. Very good. So McGuffin, McGuffin was the, the most accurate. You, uh-huh. had, you had three out of the four in the right positions. Ravens won, Saints to 49ers four number three y'all discount how much the public just fucking has a hard on for him new england patriots really i see I, all right so i do i have those I've, assholes fig- <laughs> I, fig- I figured i'd have one team wrong i figured i'd have one team wrong do you think that's a reflection of of how the betting breaks down that pushes them up there Oh, for sure. It's, it's, okay. It's, it's the the public. I mean, just with any if any betting line, the public the public creates it, and so the public just has an obsession with them. And again, I get it. We get it based on right. you know history and based on you know they certainly are you know they have the the best cheating methods. So obviously, you never know what they can pull <laughs> off. So you know, that's, look, they, they got you know hand, what? Hand and all they're and, trying to do is give the league additional means to improve instant replay. That's all New England's <laughs> trying to do. Okay, <laughs> they're like, look, you have these extra angles, <laughs> you have these extra sideline shots. We're gonna help you refine. We're gonna run some analytics for you on instant replay. <laughs> do, do your well, job. <laughs> we, we know I've begrud- begrudgingly through the years acknowledged yeah. all of the ridiculous records and the ridiculous accomplishments and all the things they've done. I give them their credit, but I can't deny that you know I'm so excited for. When when they fall, when everything starts to fall, it's gonna come crashing down so hard. It's gonna be so much fun to watch. 
I'm just saying when when the when the Brady era is over and you know uh, that they're going to go back to you know their ancient ways of shit and that's going to be fun to watch. So um, <laughs> wow, all right, I'm just, uh, wow, just, ways of shit. That's a yeah. Good one. This this readily explains that post you threw up on the sports brew wall. <laughs> Oh, you know, you're missing one key component, Mark, when it comes to Christmas. So I guess from direct from you, or maybe direct from Lindy to you, is probably an early Sports Brew Christmas song and a Christmas wish. Try not to be a cunt, it's Christmas. Take a tip from Santa's so different. Yeah, who the hell swaddles a bunch of holly? We better shut that down because that could get dirty and inappropriate in a hurry. Especially in today's environment. Just remember. For Whitfield, this is how you spell this. Love that. Y'all all still there? Hello? Uh-oh. Oh, no. Shannon's frozen. Mark's frozen. Randy's frozen. Oh, no. We lost everybody. Oh, my. Thanks a lot, Skype. <laughs> uh what the hell, dude? <laughs> like Skype, Skype just died. I'm sitting here talking to like nobody, playing the cunt, playing the cunt song, dropping jokes, and like I'm like, what? Nobody has anything. To s- nobody has anything. Why are they reacting to me at all? <laughs> Why is nobody saying anything? What the hell? Are they not appreciating they fascinating Ada? No. Well, thanks a lot, Skype. Fucking <laughs> Skype. Well, and I heard it kick on, so I was I stopped talking. So I'm like, I just want to hear the song, and all of a sudden it stopped. And I'm like, wait a second, what the hell? Because I was looking at my phone for a moment, and I looked up, and you're frozen. <laughs> oh man! Yes, sir. Frozen? What? Fuck you! Yeah! <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Come uh, on, Skype. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. Maybe maybe there's maybe there's a camera set up on us now. <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, <laughs> now we bitch. know. I figured you figured it out. I did. Well, that's all right. Everywhere. Yeah. Freaking what are you gonna Belichick. do? Freaking Belichick. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the Patriots are three. So no Chiefs in the top four. No, Ra- the Chiefs are just right outside at number five. At, I, I, okay. I think I mostly agree with that list, other than the Patriots. But I mean, that's I, I, I get it. But that's again, probably... that's a reflection of the betting public in part. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I put them. I probably put them six. I put them ahead of the Packers, but I think the Chiefs and the Seahawks, in my opinion, should be above them. What I legitimate playoff? What legitimate them. playoff team has the worst Super Bowl odds? Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. Probably. Yeah, so, well, it depends on the yeah. betting public. You, you mm. got those degenerates that'll, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They win a game. They come out of the sewers like NFL. Meets. Man, was, you know. Yeah, you, but Cowboys fans and degenerates, I think, are, are are plenty separate. I, I 
I don't think too many people want to burn their money, and I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'd say Pittsburgh's probably got the worst odds, man, just because of the freaking quarterback. Oh, yeah. Duck, duck, goose. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, and, and they're, yeah. Luck, they're lucky because Tennessee's got New Orleans this week. It's yep. Like, yikes. Pittsburgh's got the Jets. Who do they finish with? But they have the Jets. They ought to win this week. Probably the Bungles, I would imagine. Let me, let me right, look. Hold on a second. Steelers, I, who do you got this year? Yeah, got, they, got, they got the Jets this week. They got the Ravens the last game of the season. Oh! Ravens in Baltimore. So that really, all that's that's going to come down to have the Ravens locked up the one seed at home field. Because if they have, then that's a, that could be a different game. But if they, if they have... see some RG3. Yeah. <laughs> um, yay. Huh. <laughs> Well, at least we'll see how that works out. We'll know more after this week, uh, for sure. Uh, is that a, is that an early game or a late game? Uh, they're both That's set pro- for one o'clock. Oh goodness! So boom, they got the, so they might have they might have to start that game legit at least for the first half, huh? All right, well we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't put it past the Steelers to to be in, but uh, I don't know how much help they need. I, we'd have to look at some playoff races. Well, they're the, they're the sixth seed right now, and right. the only team that could t- uh, that's tied with them is Tennessee at eight and six. But they have they, ha- they have they the tiebreaker over them because they have a better division record, I guess, or conference right. record. Yeah. Oh, so goodness. Tennessee draws New Orleans this week. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. has the Jets. Goodness, I like how the Browns are still listed as in the hunt. No, they're not. And the Raiders <laughs> are listed as in the hunt. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> no. When you're getting hosed, <laughs> when your quarterback slides down inbounds and the refs get that wrong, you ain't going nowhere, dude. Their next stop is Vegas. <laughs> That's it. They're not going to the playoffs. Just Their stop. owner doesn't even care. No. No. He's like, oh, I've been through this in 82. Whatever. No wonder they're throwing trash on the damn damn field. Good God. Uh okay, so so really the Steelers and the Titans. That's that's what that's gonna boil down to. That's all it boils down yeah. to at this point. Huh. All right. We'll scroll down to the NFC real quick. Vi- oh, man, Vikings in the sixth spot are ten and four. My gosh. Yeah, they draw the Packers this week, and that's for the division, I would imagine. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or division lead, I should say. Mm-hmm. Well, that's gonna give the edge to whoever wins that, obviously. So, because then. Well, and the thing for the Packers is they're four zero against the division, whereas the Vikings are two and two. So they really Vikings need to win out, and Packers need to lose out essentially. For oh, that. so uh, even if Minnesota gets them, it doesn't even matter. If they get them, it gives them a shot at the division still. But that's about it. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I I don't see any real viable path for Philadelphia. I mean, the Rams are eight and six, so I guess they still have an outside hope in hell, but. No, I, I wouldn't have I mean, any the, faith in the that. Packers. The, for the Packers, it's Vikings, Lions. So, woo! I did. So the yeah, they'll be fine in the last week of the of the season. The Lions are a dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah, you can forget um, that. E- the Eagles have to play this week like it's their Super Bowl since they got Dallas. Yep, and then they play the Giants. Uh, for Dallas, obviously they got the Eagles, and I think they get the Redskins there last week. Yeah. So Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, that matchup is critical. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only one squad's coming out to the NFC East, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Here's the thing. If the Vikings win and the Niners beat the Rams, then that's I think that's gonna clinch the top six. Mm. Yeah. 
That because because that'll put the Rams at eight and seven, with no chance of catching the Vikings. Well, they don't. I mean, the the Rams don't deserve to be in. They're they're not good. I guess somebody could argue that whoever wins the NFC East doesn't really deserve to be in. But you know, sorry, <laughs> that's how that's how yeah. the divisions work. And I am not a fan of eliminating the. Sorry, y'all. I know there's some people talking about that, but that that division might be bumpy. But I don't know. It, it don't put it past the Cowboys to somehow win like <laughs> like their first game. Don't put it past them because they they have upside on both sides of the ball. I mean they just do. And I know they haven't beaten you know they haven't been real great in a lot of moments this year. But you know if if they play their best ball, they can run. They got a D. They got a quarterback. I mean they hey now I know it's hard to have a lot of faith in the Cowboys. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, but trash NFC East teams have made runs before. <coughs> How about them Giants, right, Mark? Yeah. He came away with two rings. Yeah. Well, I mean, but see, that's the thing, though. You just have to play your best. You know, you got to get hot at the right time. That's one of the things I like about what the Chiefs are doing right now on both yeah. sides of the ball. Um, you have to you have to be worried about New England just because of the offensive struggles. The Ravens are just lights out all over the place. I mean, God bless, dude. That's hardcore. All right, well, let's, let's run through some games, man. Let's run through some games. <laughs> what do you want to kick off with? Lamar Jackson setting records. We don't need details from the game, but I'll give you some fun factoids. Let's do that. I'll give you some fun factoids from that Ravens-Jets game. All right. The Ravens, by the way, have scored 472 points. All right. 472 points this season. Not shabby. Uh, Lamar Jackson has, has uh, in that game, threw five touchdown passes. Of course, he broke Michael Vick's record for rushing yards for a quarterback. I know Vick's been in the news a little bit because people are some people are kind of pissed about his uh, role with the Pro Bowl. So be it. Go ahead and protest, y'all. I get it. I understand. For Lamar Jackson, however, th- there's a couple things that are really significant with him. Not only is he electric, not only is he doing, you know, just doing damage you know, in the air, on the ground. The dude is ridiculous. He's got a plus 27 turnover ratio, 33 touchdowns, six interceptions. Here's a fun one for you. He's the second quarterback in Ravens history with 30 passing touchdowns in a season. Guess the other. All right. It's not Flacco. It is not Flacco. Oh. Not Bulger? Not Bulger. Let's see. I'm trying to think of Ravens quarterbacks. I know. Elvis Gerbach? That's nice. I like that guess. It It was not Elvis Gerbach. What what year, Justin? Ninety six. Holy crap! Yeah, Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde. We had thirty three. Man, look at that! Nice recall, McGuffin. Clearly, Thanks, you sir. need another sip of your beverage. Uh, I finished <laughs> it. I need to go get another one. Actually. <laughs> oh man. Five touchdowns in that game. Just sick. Uh, this is the third game this season where Lamar Jackson has had four passing touchdowns and at least 50 rushing yards, which is the most by any quarterback in any season since the Super Bowl era began. I mean, that's amazing. And he is the first player in NFL history to reach 30 touchdowns in a season before the age of 23. It's not bad for a receiver. Not shabby. Uh, and this is one of the most interesting ones that I heard. I think I think this was off of SVP. The Ravens have scored touchdowns on their first three drives in four different games this season. Golly. So, I mean, you're, you're like 21 to whatever, like out of the gate, bro. 
I mean, that's ridiculous. That that team is going to be a tough, tough, tough out. Mm. And that defense is balling too, man. Yeah, don't don't let that final score of that game like you know fool you. Sometimes we get these oh, yeah. we get some these garbage yeah, points. Right there. Yeah, you get some garbage trash time. It's uh, like forty two to seven at one point. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was way lopsided, and then you know yeah, then you pull Lamar, and then you get some garbagey you know who cares kind of points and uh, stats, which are great for fantasy purposes, but not really that relevant in the real world. So. Uh, hey, that, hey, that fan, those fantasy stats helped me out, uh, win that game against Jerry, so I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. You're like I'm not complaining. <laughs> I know, I know. I got so much. I got so much. Look, my garbage game. My garbage game was the Rams and the Cowboys because I had Cooper Cup who did absolutely nothing uh, until late in that mm. game, and Higby who was solid but got all kinds of garbage late. But what really helped me was not only the garbage points that I got. It was the garbage points that Trey didn't get because they pulled because they pulled Zeke and just started running Pollard all the damn time, and I was like, "Hallelujah!" Because <laughs> I think Zeke Zeke could have had like full hundred yards if they didn't wanted to keep running that dude. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. So, thank you. Is it Jimmy Fallon that does the thank you notes? Thank yes. you, so and so. Yeah, thank you, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> for running Tony Pollard instead of instead of Zeke, I appreciate that. Uh, very helpful for my cause, and uh, so yeah. Sometimes you're the benefit. That's the you know fantasy football is so crazy, dude. It really is, man. You can be like these teams are great. These players are gonna have a great week, and then pfft, just blown all to smithereens and blown all to hell. You just get some some uh, crazy things. You know what, Shannon? I think I, I think I owe you this, brother. Uh, I'm going to lead off a salute o'clock to the one and only Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin, who apparently loves to like <laughs> just murder me in the playoffs every year in the Keeper League. Um, I feel I feel like I'm the regular season like Indianapolis Colts in back in the day, and then here comes Shannon creeping out of nowhere <laughs> in the playoffs, just knocking me out, dude. <laughs> it's un- unbelievable. You got me last year. You got me this. Huh? That's about right. Yeah, that's, that sounds about. right. <laughs> it sounds about right. You got me last year. You got me this year. So I was like, "What the hell, man?" But uh, <laughs> no, there wasn't. I mean, you, your squad. It, the the kicker is not only that you beat my ass. The points in the league don't really matter. But I love the fact that a couple of weeks ago I picked up Tannehill and AJ Brown, and I was like, "Well, I'm never gonna play Tannehill. Let me flip. You know, let me do some other things." Uh, to try to fantasy cop block or whatever. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to play A.J. Brown. Let me sit on Antonio Brown. Let me sit on that guy. <laughs> Maybe he comes back and Tom Brady's got to throw the ball to somebody. So I went anti-logic, clearly, uh, on that. But I love the fact that you beat my ass in part with two players that I dropped the other week, and you picked <laughs> them up and beat my ass with that. That that's a that's a lot of extra salt in the wound, brother. I hope you know that. <laughs> it's a good thing I love you, man. Uh, but uh, no, all kidding aside, all kidding aside, uh, it's one of the things I love about fantasy is it gets so wild and wonky at the back part of the year, man. You you know, for all the stuff you think you know, nah, <laughs> forget about it, nah. <laughs> but I I'm starting out this evening. I have a uh, a droid theory colonization, a droid style imperial IPA, which I do love. It's like liquid. I, I mean, it's it's hoppy, it's hoppy, and it smells like something you would uh, that you might you, you know if you walked by Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg, you might catch that that kind of aroma 
Uh, that's how hoppy <laughs> this beer is. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then also have uh, Jack Daniels and uh, a little Mexico just for good measure. But I wanted to raise a glass to you for kicking my ass yet again, friend. <laughs> <laughs> As I said the other week, finish the damn thing. <laughs> well, I get Mr. Giles in that championship, so it's going to be fun. Yeah. But it, um, go ahead. I am rocking the – It's a. it was a um, – between Hardywood and Wawa, they did this thing called the Coffee Cake Reserve. Hardywood and Wawa, that's an odd combo. And you can only get this beer at Wawa. Huh. And it's a stout with brown sugar, vanilla, and cinnamon. It's called the Coffee Cake Reserve. And, brother, it is on point. Yeah, how about that? It is really tasty. I have to go get a second one here in a minute, but... <laughs> That's it is all right. really tasty. On point. So says McGuffin. Fair enough. We'll keep enjoying that. Randy, what you got, brother? Shannon had come over on Saturday to watch Star Wars with us since yeah. we're going to go see Rise of Skywalker in a couple days. Yeah, woo! And, he, and uh, he brought over something from Parkway Brewing called A Moment on the Lips. It is a chocolate orange milk stout. It is really damn good. I'm not going to lie. There you go. Does that have fun bottle art? Uh, I, just, I, just, I just, well, I'm just saying because like the like the adroit theory stuff is crazy looking. They have great can oh, and bottle is. art, uh, but you were just staring at the bottle, so I didn't know if you were just trying to read what the hell it was. I was reading what it was, were, or if you were appreciating, if you were just appreciating like the bottle because it was like fantastic or something. It's all good, man. It's all good. Mark, what you I concur can, oh, with the Android theory, Captain? Yeah, they have great. They have. We need to go visit them, man. I want. I totally want to do that drive. Mark, what you got, brother? Uh, tonight I'm enjoying a uh, Bob Craft uh, chocolate covered bourbon barrel aged cherry stout. That is a lot of name. Thank you. It is, <laughs> and it's 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 quite quite delicious. That looks like a that looks like a big honking bottle. It's a, it's a big bitch. Yeah, that is a big <laughs> bitch. Look at that bad boy. Where's Tormund when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the, where's see, the big see, one? See, that's the size beer that Andre the Giant needed. You know what I'm saying? Like he needed that that humongo bottle, man, just for good Fact, measure. Facts. Uh, yeah. Um, hashtag facts. And I don't know, just because it feels appropriate, because uh, I feel like a I haven't been here since uh, our well, I should say I shouldn't say our my failed uh, post Thanksgiving um, not so you know uh, well played uh, giving thanks uh, you know experience. Um, <laughs> that's uh, I don't know. I've kind of got a, a weird uh, toast like. Toast, uh, raised glass. Uh, somebody y'all don't know, but I can tell it very quickly. All right. uh, very awesome. That's uh, so maybe a, a Christmas themed uh, give thanks. Um, <laughs> my uh, boss, really awesome guy. Uh, he and his wife have uh, one young daughter, but they're about to have their second early January, and uh, they've got some baby shower coming up. And and granted, uh, he's well off. They have plenty of money, so it's not even about the money here. But instead of asking for gifts for their baby showers upcoming, uh, he emailed me and wanted information about my wife, Megan's uh, organization, so that he can request that anybody coming in lieu of gifts donate to her organization. Huh. I, it's just a phenomenal gesture. It's not, cause obviously, it's not like this is a, you know, something that's going to be out in the public. Like, anybody outside of our company is going to know about it. He just wanted to do it just to... Do something awesomely charitable, and so I just that is you know, cool. I don't know. Salute o'clock to my boss being just a very awesome guy, doing a great thing. Salute, 
that's way better than this thing I, I was just reading about. I was like, that's an interesting meme. Oh, that's not a meme. Out here, I'm going to send it to you. This is a bad follow-up, because you just said something like really nice. So this is, I'm just going to warn you, this is this is a bad follow-up to your very excellent <laughs> raising a glass segment. So I apologize in advance for following up with this terrible thing. Uh, if I can get it to freaking open, what the hell, man? Okay, there you go. Sports Brew Junk O'Clock, poof. Should be rolling, rolling up there. Let me know if that popped through. There we go. Yeah, it's good to open that. So on here, it <laughs> there's a picture of a toilet, and it's angled. It's got this weird angle down, and it says, "Breaking news: Say goodbye to comfort breaks. New downward tilted toilets are designed to become unbearable to sit on after five minutes. They say the main be- main benefit is to employees and improved employee productivity. Apparently, not improved productivity on the toilet." <laughs> efficiency maybe that's awful i hope that's like a i hope that's a joke <laughs> downward oh god downward tilted toilets to make sure you get the hell off of there <laughs> i mean uh. i like the third comments like a scene from office space with the guys with the bats and they have a picture of the toilet out in the middle of the field <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie i haven't seen in a long time i gotta go back and uh watch that again come on man you got airlines trying to cram people in like sardines they've they've had these mock-ups of seats that are like it's like a roller coaster at king's dominion where you're strapped up you don't even have a full damn seat now they want to angle the damn toilets good they just gotta get the angled squat look man let me tell you what you start messing with people's toilets at work i know we have i love that meme that elmo meme where it's like you know boss makes a dollar i make a dime that's why we poop on company time and he's like (laughs) dancing on the potty that's one of my favorite ones by the way let me tell you what man you want a whole bunch of angry people you want a lot of angry people you do that that crap to how they crap (laughs) you're gonna have a lot you start messing with people's toilets bro you're gonna have a lot of upset people (laughs) That is a quick way to enrage the masses. Come on, man. You can't be doing that. Hopefully, that's just a joke. You know, hopefully. Mm. Clearly, uh, whoever designed that toilet needs to listen to this. You know, we'll see if this crashes Skype again. You never know. It, <laughs> it broke it last time. But you know what? If you are the kind of person that designs a downward tilted toilet... To make sure that people are uncomfortable after five minutes. Not only are you a total prick and an asshole, but God bless. It's around Christmas time. Don't be a cunt. Try not to be a cunt. It's Christmas. Take a tip from Santa's Thank <laughs> you. 
eat shit dwarfs. The usual kill happens Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come Body on, re- dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, that that took a because for real. Here's the thing: I mean, if you got tilted toilets that are going to make people have to have to get off of those things in five minutes, you're going to run through the gamut of everything the sports brew is about. They're going to have to shake it off. Absolutely, there's no escaping that, right? That's got to be done. They're going to need to break free, or need the something to break free and break off and get out of there. Right? You hit that one. They're going to have to get in there and absolutely come on YouTube. They got to let it go. I mean, what are we missing? That's a trifecta right there, dude. I mean, it's right? Not- I would say, I mean, obviously, Captain, I mean, your daughter already doesn't like pooping at all. I mean, they're going to try to make it more challenging for oh, her. Like, Justin. What? You got to break out the little girl singing, let me poop. <laughs> yep. We haven't done that in a long time. Let me poop. Here Mark you go. I was trying to hint at that, actually. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it is the end of the decade after. It is. It's true. God. That's a true story. <laughs> Freaking tilted toilets. <laughs> this is the remix. I kind of like the original. Where's that at? I don't want the remix. <laughs> let, me, let me just go to videos here. Hold on. I do like the piano with. It's kind of nice. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Still not as good as the original. No, no. I think the original is just the way to go. I think we have to stick with that. I think. Maybe. Come on, YouTube. The struggle is real tonight. Great. Do we need to break out Arnold and Sam? Oh, my God, dude. It's like I just want to play the video. Like, what is the problem? We're going to go back to the remix because nothing else wants to work. (laughs) Air.TV is completely worthless. Thanks. That's probably because they have people with tilted toilets at (laughs) Air.TV. Right. Cunts. Lots of cunts. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. <laughs> Bring me one of those chickens. Cunts. That's right. There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's a mess. Oh, well. Might as well have some fun. What was the point of that whole conversation? Oh, Tilted Toilets! (laughs) And how it hits all of our songs. And it it is true. It really is. It is very true. It is is true. Actually, you know what? If you get a revolt, if you get a revolt over Tilted Toilets, this is what's (laughs) going to happen to you next Christmas. You haven't heard this version. Tilt the toilets off. Yeah. Go away. Go away. (laughs) 
give me my toilet, let me be free. That's right. Hell yeah, man. This might be one of my favorite mashups of that song in existence. Without a doubt. Did that song hit number one in the charts? I could swear I saw that. That's so random. I don't even know how old that song when it originally came out, like 20 years ago? I think? I think at least, at least 15, I think. Yeah, something like that. That's pretty wild that it, well, I mean, pff, it's Christmas time. I mean, I, I don't know, whatever. I know it's no oh. Nick, I know it's no Nick Cannon Eminem diss track, but. <laughs> How do we go from Tilted Toilets to Marilyn Manson and Mariah Carey? We'll do it live. Yeah. It is the space. That's what happened. <laughs> what are you going to do, man? Cunts. I know. That's for I, you. I can, I can slight pivot with a, a sad update real quick. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, Inconceivable! Based off, based off of, again, the last podcast I was on where, you know, after, uh, you know, your quick share about the uh, the fart launcher, I you know, certainly you know, took it upon myself to, to, to purchase one. Oh, don't tell me it broke. Doesn't work at all. What? What? It's some absolute horseshit. Now, I think it's, it's my copy of it. I'm not saying I'm sure some others work. You gotta exchange it. it. It smelled horrible. The little canister that like you're supposed to be able to put in it to shoot. Like you can smell that, and that's horrid. But uh, exchange so that's it. Where I got the smell from. But I've tried multiple different things. You're supposed to insert it. Exchange I'm it. Capable of re- reading instructions. I know, but it's just it's annoying. I I, I feel like I, I shouldn't have to. But yes, I, I may exchange it and get another one. And see. See what happens. No, but, you uh, you absolutely have to exchange it because you have to use that on somebody. We have to blame it on Whitfield. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, can you imagine how great would it be? <laughs> how great would it be to like not blame the dog? We can blame our sports brew bitch, the one and only Whitfield. <laughs> right? I'm telling you, we need <laughs> we need the far cannon. That was mean. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, bro. Justin, there's asshole level, and then there's Justin level. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Right now, you're real. <laughs> 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 That's what you get. That's what you get. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That was ruthless. That was ruthless. Oh, my God. That was a little rough. All right, well, let's... Uh... Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Savage. Anyway, well, you know, Whitfield. What can I say <laughs> except you're welcome? <laughs> Might as well throw another song in there for good measure. Uh, welcome to the pre-Christmas shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Shannon, he's stealing all your thunder tonight already. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's all right. Look, he, I've had a... Go ahead. I was going to say he's missed on a couple of uh, things I've thrown out there, but that's all right. We'll, we'll get him still at young. The, the, the night, the night is young. still young. You're right. You know, Shannon, hey. I, I know you're trying to like stuff all these things in here, I but... I fit one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Great ass! <laughs> What you want, man? <laughs> you said <laughs> balls. 
There we go. <laughs> there we, is that better? I mean, we got to go old school. I mean, we got to go Ugh. dead giveaway tonight. We got. Oh get my lord! You want that? Holy cow! You do want some old school? I know. One thing I'm super looking forward to is uh, redoing all my music libraries. I mean, which is going to be a disgustingly arduous task. But I can't wait once I get this thing built because I'm going to have my one terabyte boot drive and then two one terabyte SSDs and then I'm going to have my two four terabyte uh, storage drives. So like I, I mean it's it's going to be great because I want you know hopefully some of the things that become annoying at times I won't have to deal with that and it should it should boot in like I don't know five seconds. So <laughs> it should be fantastic. But maybe I'm just dreaming a dream of the new build. <laughs> Could be. I'd have to scroll through for dead giveaway. That is a throwback, though. That's like way old school. We loved that back in the day. In between the um, how what was it? It was the uh, the five. It was the five guys song and dead giveaway. Yeah. Damn, 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 damn. damn. <laughs> Crispy crunch. <laughs> damn. There goes the bacon. <laughs> Ghetto grocery bag. <laughs> that is taking that is taking yeah. me back right there. Yeah. That's when I first started listening to you guys. Yeah. That's a long time ago, dude. Can you I mean, for real, because I I don't remember our when our actual first published pop because we had stupidity and then we started actually like like legit you know, publishing them and, and making and, and, you know, all that other stuff, not just screwing around. Um, was that a, 2012. That, that's the first published stuff is 2012? Nice. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that giveaway's broken. Oh. Sorry, bro. Gonna have to fix it. Sorry, man. I, ha I hate to be the bearer of bad news. That must have been one of those folders that uh, got moved. But you know what? This is the great thing. This is the great thing about the internet. I bet we can do it this way. Can we do it live? Talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, walk me through. Come on, YouTube. But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. She said, please help me get it out. He looks like he should play like the ghetto Beetlejuice. That is great. Every day. When was the last time they they've done like these weird auto tune remixes of video of like news pieces? Has anybody done one of those recently? Those Not need those need to come back, dude. Those were fun. <laughs> there it is. There's a sweet spot. Give away. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> We eat ribs with this dude. He told. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Look at the video and tell me that is not ghetto Beetlejuice, dude. <laughs> Hold on a second, man. That is, that is awesome. Oh, I forgot how I forgot how much I enjoyed I enjoyed that guy. 
Oh, wow. Somebody does have a, a... I can't believe you found a meme of the tilted toilet with the office space printer beatdown bat going up on it. That is incredible. <laughs> so sure as shit better not show up in my at place of employ. I, I definitely second that. Uh, no deal. I take a couple of breaks during the day. That's usually where I spend my breaks. So, yeah, I don't need that. Uh, here's what's going to happen. There will be an aftermarket product, right, that goes on those toilets that make them comfortable. That's what's going to happen. All you're, all you're just creating a secondary market for toilet accessories. That's what's going to happen. Well, that's when we need to jump on it right now. Mm. <laughs> Are you telling me that our, our future is in toilet modification systems? Boy, I can't wait to dream that dream. <laughs> Daddy, what do you do? We make stuff for people to poop more comfortably. <laughs> well, someone did come up with a squatty potty. I mean, what's next? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you, man, I don't like tall toilets, bro. I think they're I think they're terribly uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're terribly Who in their right mind was like, you know what? This toilet should be so tall that your feet as an adult almost dangle off of it. Like, no, it's terrible. You got to work that squat angle, man. You got to work that squat angle to ease the exit. Come on, y'all. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Honestly, I can't say I've ever seen toilet So I don't want to know where you're going. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Man. I mean, if you see a toilet where your legs are dangling, damn. I'm just saying, like, they're, you know, they're, they're just unnecessarily tall. They're comfort height toilets. It makes it harder to poop. Come on, people. Squatty potties. Man, you, you, I mean, if you were out in the damn woods, you think, I mean, come on, man. You're going to be at an angle, bro, to ease the, to ease the exit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh, wow! I don't know. I don't know. Disaster turned into a glorified shit show. Disaster has struck. <laughs> oh, yeah! Crust in the wind off my squatty potty. That's what's happening there. Oh, this is more appropriate. At this point, we can't say Merry Christmas. We must say Merry Shitsmas. Yeah, maybe. Here you go, here you go. You know. A little rump shaker? Yeah? I mean, you can break out Mr. Hanky to Christmas food. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were going to ask for some Master P. Yeah. <laughs> That's what inspired the squat a potty It's this song. I bet Master P has a damn... <laughs> I bet it was Master P. It's secret for Master Poop. He's probably got... Probably got the what is that damn thing called? I can't remember the whatever. They probably invented the squatty potty, man. Yeah, make him say. Woo, <laughs> boy, you do get some randomness here on this on this podcast. Oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> The patent, that's what I wanted. The patent. I was like, I, in my head, I was like, copyright. That's not right. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I oh want a poop God. patent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to go down in the annals of history with a poop patent. Annals? Annals? Come on. Annals of history? <laughs> 
<laughs> Who can it be now? It's that guy that did the poop thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. That's awesome. I'm feeling that, bro. We need to work on our tilted toilet uh, add-on. There, you know who would have tilted toilets? That fucker in Washington, Dan Snyder. That's the kind of prick that would have a tilted toilet. That guy. That fuck face. <laughs> With expired beer. <laughs> With expired beer. And one ply toilet paper. The Dan Snyder way. <laughs> single ply toilet. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Single ply solar alert. Poop shoot toilet paper, man. One hundred percent pure BSE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's um let's take a brief pause because I don't know how to segue out of this into anything else. I really there don't. There's no way to do no. it. No. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we will work on our we will work on our poop plan of uh <laughs> of investing performance and possibilities. Uh, yes, let's do that. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back for segment poo, er, segment two, and have a little fun and wrap up some thoughts. And then wish everybody a Merry Christmas and get out of here. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you transition from that to anything. So we're gonna flush this one. Just flush that right down. That's it. Take a break, and we'll be right back. My, my God. As always, keyword to sports brew. You can find us iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Our home feed on Podbean, all the other services that rip our podcast and stream it to Oblivion or the great digital beyond or wherever people listen to it. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't care what they say. <laughs> it is. Anyway, we'll be we'll be right back. Squatty potty not included. <laughs> <laughs> This next segment brought to you by the Masterpiece Squatty Potty, where you too can make them say, Why you need a squatty potty, bitch? <laughs> you gotta work. You gotta work the right angle, man. Come on, oh, Master Pinos, Master Pinos. Oh. My God! All right, for real, we'll be right back. <laughs> Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. I don't know if anybody took a squatty potty break, but (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. Might be some coal for Christmas coming for us, fellas. (laughs) Distinct distinct possibility. I like how segment one went out with a bang bang. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's one video I don't even have. I don't even have pulled up, man. But you know what? Damn it! Look, Shannon. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Just for you. Just for you. I'll go ahead and get that. I'll get that uh, pulled up. We'll we'll bang we'll bang it out, brother. <laughs> Dedicated to, to the Twitter Terminator, buddy. Oh, 
although bang bang on a squatty potty is some kind of dangerous. I'm just gonna tell you that. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> anyway, all right. God bless. <laughs> Where should we go first? Should we just attack some games or some news and notes? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Does anybody have anything that they absolutely have to get off their chest? <laughs> okay, let, let's let's just get one of the uh, let's get one of the biggest fails of the weekend out of the way. Oh, which one? Um, I'm going to go with Oakland's last game in Oakland. <laughs> let's get that out of the way. <sighs> Because that was a uh, huge fail tactic. That was a debacle, man. That was a debacle. Although, you know, one of the things that sucks about that, and we've talked about officiating <laughs> off and on um, <laughs> this year, and there have been some real rough moments in the NFL from an officiating standpoint. And, look, I, I know it's easy to make fun of the Raiders. And, you know, certainly they had some issues in the stands during that game, I mean, the fans were shining laser pointers, and they ended up throwing all those garbage and trash on the field at the end of the... I mean, the Raiders were playing like trash, the fans threw trash, and all, it all kind of balances out. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the last, like, combo baseball-football stadium in use in the NFL? Like, that was like that was the goodbye to all of those, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I thought I saw some pictures of a dude that tried to, um, I guess, run into the field, and he... he <laughs> must have fallen out of the stands and he had a face full of like infield dirt <laughs> like on his face. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's fitting. It's fitting. But um look, man, uh as far as the officiating, I don't know how they get the the car slide. It's like two minutes and six ish seconds left, and car picks up the first down and slides in his whole body is in bounds and he goes down the slide. He gives himself up, slides, goes out of bounds, and they stop the damn clock. It's just incredible that they got that wrong. I mean, Gruden was all kinds of pissed, as he should have been. Now, look, they had some other things go wrong. They missed, I think, back-to-back field goals, uh, if I remember correctly. One was a do-over after a penalty, I think. So they had plenty of things go wrong, and obviously the defense choked out pretty bad, quite significantly, (laughs) clearly, in the end for Minshew to get uh, two touchdown passes to Chris Conley in the last five minutes of the game. Uh, It's a shame to go out that way, but quite frankly, for as awful as the Raiders have been in this last stretch in Oakland, it's probably fitting in a really shitty way. It's just a shame. It's just a shame. But Gruden was was full of all kinds of piss and vinegar, which that's nothing new. But what really should be a basic piece of officiating, to get that wrong, is a mess. It really is. Um, I don't have a whole bunch, of, a whole bunch more to say about that game because I don't. I mean, that was some, you know, that's a pretty ugly, ugly end. But I don't know, well, man. And I think the bigger fail is uh, Davis's reaction to. Oh, just... Mark Davis. Yeah, that was terrible, yeah. dude. That was absolutely atrocious, man. That dude. Let me see if I. I think I have it pulled. Hold on, let me take a peek here. Because we have the fail of the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is an, an interesting thing uh, in its own right. But I want to say I have this pulled up because they did. Um, yeah, here you go. Found it on for the win. And this is, I hope they actually have the soundbite. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, this little, little, little post-game chat with Mark Davis, who mercifully had a hat on that terrible haircut of his. But here you go. Check out this bag of bullshit from this dude. 
Any nostalgia for you at all, knowing that this is it here? No, you know, I went through this in 82. Um, and, uh, the, you know, that's... that's nah. <laughs> nah, I don't care. <laughs> it's all good. We're just moving. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> that's great. That's nice. That's Al nice. Davis is rolling in his grave from that comment. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just a shame, dude. You, you know, because that team has not been that great. That is a that is a very loyal and very active fan base. Um, I mean, I think you can go just about any, anywhere in this world and find a Steelers fan, a Cowboys fan, um, and I certainly think you know the Raiders have like their fan base extends well beyond the the area. I mean, I'm sure the stadium in, in Vegas is going to be beautiful. I have no doubt. <clears throat> but what an awful way to go out. What an awful way to go out. And uh, I, th- that's just shitty. I mean, come on, dude. At least be like, hey, man, I, I totally get it. These fans love this team. I know it's going to be hard you know, for a lot of the local fans to see us in Vegas. We hope they stick with us. I mean, something. Come on, dude. That's not even that hard, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on. Go back to the barbershop. You need a better barbershop, man. Give me some <laughs> advice, right? <laughs> you need some peeps in the barbershop talking to you. Clearly. Nah, I went through that as a kid. Ah, that's just, <laughs> yeah. It's just a shame, man. It really <clears throat> is a shame. You know what else is a shame? And it, it's kind of odd. I, I hadn't really spent a lot of time thinking about it. But when you look at the Jaguars, and I, I'm not an anti Coughlin guy, I think he certainly had some moments. But they had this story come out about how the NFLPA sent a warning to players about the Jaguars. And it focused on all all kinds of issues where grievances have been filed against the Jaguars. 25% of all the grievances filed by NFL players have been against the Jaguars. 25%. Former Jaguar Dante Fowler won a grievance to recover $700,000 the Jaguars had fined him for not showing up to doctor's visits that the team believed were mandated, but the NFLPA said or not. Quite frankly, it's been a downward spiral since that loss in the playoffs to the Patriots. And think about how good that team, we thought this team was going to be. We knew Blake Bortles was a problem. They thought they solved that clearly with Nick Foles and... I, I, we've talked about Nick Foles here before, and it's just you get out of Philadelphia. I don't know what happens to that guy. Everywhere else other than Philly, I guess, is some kind of quarterback kryptonite for that dude. Uh, it's a strange thing. But think about all the dysfunction and the weird and just, I don't know, the the talent they've lost, the issues they've had with players going bananas, you know, Jalen Ramsey getting the hell out of there. Uh, I, it, it, it's strange, man, because that core of that team three years ago was in was really other than Blake Bortles. It's the only thing they really needed was a quarterback upgrade. But that yeah. was a that was a, a tremendous team. <clears throat> it was. I don't know if that's enough to cost Coughlin his job, but I think if I think Khan needs to do a pretty big bit of you know reflection on on what's happened with his team over the past couple of years and about the opportunities that have been squandered. Because they, they, they looked like they were poised for a really nice... And granted, the NFL, I mean, your windows are small. They just are. Sometimes your window is a year. But as young as that core was, they should have... You know, they should be better now, right? I mean, they really... They shouldn't be what they are now, based on what they were a couple of years ago. Should they? 
not without dysfunction and mismanagement. It's just odd. I mean, that's it's just tough because I mean, if they'd had a competent quarterback that day, probably should have made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, some yeah, I mean, competent quarterback play would have gotten them to the Super Bowl, probably. Probably, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there's some people that still believe they just got hosed in that game, but they underachieved. But the point remains when, that was that was still a phenomenal. I mean, that defense was phenomenal. Defense was phenomenal. Run game was phenomenal. Actually, yeah. receivers were pretty good too. So, you know, wasn't that when they had like Allen Robinson mm-hmm. and uh, Hearns? Yeah, they they had plenty of talent. There was no shortage of talent on that roster outside of. You know, a flawed quarterback. Where the hell is Bortles, by the way? Is he anywhere? He's somewhere. <clears throat> if memory serves me correctly, he is the backup to Goff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to see that dude on the field. <laughs> I think I think with Jacksonville, I think we're seeing the exact same thing we're seeing with Cleveland. Is just all this talent and no one really stepping up to be a leader. Dysfunction. Exactly, and that's exactly what we're and we're seeing it with a lot of different teams. But then you have teams like the Bills, who they're young, they're hungry, they all buy into the ideal of just being a team. I mean, you look at the Niners, what they've done. It's amazing to me that you can see the. I mean, look at. I'm not taking saying the Dolphins are a good team, but they've stuck together and fought hard all season long, even though the first half of the season was just an absolute dumpster fire. At least they've been trying to be competitive, and they're just sticking to it. They're not just tossing in the towel. No. A la, you know, clearly we we thought the Jags had thrown in the towel on Marone. Uh, Clearly, with the Panthers, they felt like the Panthers gave up on, you know. Rivera. Yeah, and so it's just... We don't know what we're going to get with uh, the Browns and Kitchens at this point. I, I would imagine he's got to be out of there. I mean, I I can't see a scenario where the end of the season goes particularly well for them. And, you know, if you have players clamoring to get out, I mean, you just have organizational dysfunction. And, look, here's the thing. When you have a talented young quarterback, and I know Mayfield has some baggage and you can pile on him for some of his po- you know his press conference stuff, I think somebody had a line where he has more commercials than wins, which I did laugh about. Uh, That's a true story. But it, it does feel like he's regressed <clears throat> as a player this year. It does feel like that. Uh, and, and they're a mess. They they Has any team done less with more than Cleveland? Uh, and that's how I feel about them. Uh, all that preseason hype, all that preseason love, and they, you know... They ran with it. They ate it up. And this is what you, you have a disastrous season. And for every time they tease you and do something great. I mean, they beat the crap. If I remember correctly, they beat the crap out of the Ravens early on. They you know? did. You know, I mean, so th- there was potential. There was upside there. But they, they just, that's not a good team. That's not a good team. And that's a, to me, that's a reflection of Kitchens <clears throat> and the front office and the organization. Uh, they should be better than they are. They've got the pieces and the talent to be better than they are. I know OBJ's had the, you know, he's played hurt, and he hasn't really delivered on expectations. I get it. But they have enough other stuff that I think, realistically, they weren't winning the Super Bowl. We we get that. But that team should be better than they are. 
that I think is is reflect the coach has to own that. So, with a young quarterback, I don't know if you want to commit to it. I, I don't know that you want to. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, hang all your hopes like, on that. I feel like what the Browns needed was a head coach who was not only experienced but structured. And I think that's what Williams was, even though he was interim head coach last year. But you saw how much that team changed under Williams when he, mm-hmm. you know, took over the head coaching duties. It seemed like they had a fire lit under their bellies to actually go out and play hard. This team feels like, oh, we've got all this talent. We're just we're going to win just because we have all this talent, rather than developing that actual teamwork and developing rapport with one another that, that would actually give them a chance to win more games. And I don't know. It's just between them and the bears, those are the two most disappointing teams for me this year. Bears are a huge disappointment. They're not going anywhere. Cowboys are a big disappointment, but they still have a shot at redemption. Um, the Eagles are a disappointment, but they're so beat up. I don't know. How, they're not climbing out of that. Um, I mean, when they're pulling guys off the practice squad to start, you know that yeah, team's beat up. You, you, that's some tough sledding. But I, I think the Browns have to be, have to be the biggest disappointment in the league, don't they? Yeah, I mean, there I, are a I, lot I of, think they do. I mean, preseason, you, their Vegas is saying, man, if the Browns win the Super Bowl, we're going to be out of a lot of money. <laughs> well, that's why they build casinos and that's why they play the game, yeah. Vegas. Mark, did you uh, did you take the under on wins for the Browns? Uh, I absolutely would have. I, I, I for me, I, it's tough for me to do some of those uh, season long bets just because uh, you, know, you really got to have some investing money that you can wait to get back. But uh, I sure as hell strongly would have backed it. Uh, I had some friends that felt the same. Yeah. It's just too much hype. Uh, yeah, I expect them to do better than they 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 have done. Uh, but I think the the Vegas. Uh, over under was it seven and a half or maybe even higher and I just didn't see it. Yeah, I you know I, I think that that's still an attractive roster. Oh, for uh, sure, it just uh, is. But they got housed by the Cardinals. They got I know they closed the gap. I mean, it finished thirty eight twenty four. But I mean, they got their ass whooped by Arizona, which nobody should be getting whooped by Arizona. Not like that. Sorry. No. No matter who what, who you are, don't sit there and call out a team. Say, "Come get me." <laughs> it feels like every week there's a story about a Cleveland Browns player saying, "Come get me." I, I they don't come know, and got man. you, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, hey, Mark. If you had to put your money on it, where's uh, where's Beckham next year? Um, last interesting one that I heard. Um, I, I know you're asking where I think. I mean, I'm not necessarily what I've heard, but. When I heard somebody say the Steelers, that, that was another one of the teams that he allegedly said, you know, come get me. That actually sounds appealing to me with, uh, you know, obviously with no more Brown. I yeah, but to, mo- but to move a diva to get a diva? Yeah, but a different kind of diva. I mean, I, I, I know, I, I know he is. But I mean, like, of all the issues the Steelers have, finding wide receivers isn't typically one of them. Like it, it isn't, and 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 also I would say that I mean certainly they're getting some really good production. I mean they're getting phenomenal production out of Washington. Um, obviously, uh, you know Deontay Johnson is you mm-hmm. know showing a whole lot of pop too. So um, they're they're not you know 
they're not in like the depths of you know nothingness with with wide receivers. Not to no. get get a juju, juju healthy healthy again. Um, I, I, but, yeah, they probably ought to just shut that dude down. I mean, his knee's not right. I don't know that we see him again in the regular season. I, I, I wouldn't see why. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll, I wouldn't. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say Steelers for now. Just going to be interesting. Huh. I, I mean that 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 he would be would, he would thrive there, but I, yeah, I think the bigger question is: Do the Steelers want you know to to, to try? Like you're 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 appropriately phrasing it, in, you know, set one diva to get another diva. Um, I don't know. Well, and to your credit, Mark, you're talking about how Beckham is definitely different than what AB is going to be, but also it's not like there's going to be Vontez perfect around to knock it a screw loose or something on no. OBJ. So. True. Yeah, that would be that would be one hell of a wide receiver <laughs> core to, to get Juju and OBJ, <laughs> and then you have Washington in the slot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that, that that could that be that a pretty. Be, and, and, and I mean, again, Deontay Johnson. Do they have the yeah. room? Sure. I mean, that would, would be a plethora of. Uh, no, no, no. Do I, they have, do they have the cap room to make that kind of a move? That, that I didn't. I, don't I know mean, right I guess now. they didn't pay Le'Veon and they didn't pay AB. Right, or at least you know they got out from those, so they might have some flexibility depending on what they're on the hook for for say Roethlisberger and you know some sure. other people. But I mean they're going to have you know T.J. Watt coming up at some point. I don't remember how long he's been in the league. I don't know. They they might actually have some. Yeah, they might have some. They might have a little bit of uh, you know cap cap room to to make a move like that. I, that one would surprise me though. But yeah, I don't know if Cleveland's trading with Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, 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 I don't no. see that happening. No. Sure. Um, uh, I know we don't want to go on a, a, a massive pivot away from actual sports uh, again, but uh, right. just real quickly, uh, did, did any of the rest of you see? Uh, I feel like it's daily at this point, but uh, Brown's latest WTF is his Instagram post. Uh, well, I mean, no. he's got so many. It's like uh, I saw a meme, and it was like. Days since Antonio Brown said something stupid. Zero. <laughs> well, well his, his latest that I, I, as probably most people, legitimately was like, all right, this one's got to be bullshit, right? No, it's, it's real. It's not his most recent picture, but his second most recent one. I don't know when he exactly posted it, but mm-hmm. a really oddly photoshopped, uh, like, he's claiming like an uh, album cover uh, that just says, it just has his face on it and says, no more white woman. I, I don't know. I have no idea what the hell he's doing anymore. I that's I, I, I just no idea. Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I was scrolling through a couple of rando windows and, and I like this article. This one's kind of fun. It's not about A B. But it said the NFL fantasy lineup of the decade for the twenty tens. So this is one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one kicker, and one defense. Hmm. Anybody want to throw out a couple of guesses how this team is built? Again, this is going to be your all-team uh, 2010 to 2020. Your, your all-fantasy team for the decade. Uh, quarterback, Drew Brees. Correct. Running back, Adrian Peterson. I was going to say Purple Jesus. Nope. Mm. Wow. I know that's a surprise, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Kansas, Kansas City? No. Oh. Current, well, current, yes, but no. Frank Gore? No. LaShawn McCoy. Yes, LaShawn McCoy. And Mark, one of your favorite, or you, I, I could swear, 
Um, one of your favorite players back in the day. Running back. Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. Texan. Um, huh. Really, bro? Um, I know. I'm, I'm annoyed at myself. Um, Mike Allstott. Uh, no. Arian Foster. Uh, oh, yeah. oh man! Yeah, I, I forgot. I, I forget about that guy because his career was cut short, dude. I know, like he he like disappeared all of a sudden, poof. But Arian Foster, man, he had some years where I mean he was an absolute beast. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, wide receivers. Oh, Mike Thomas. No, oh. he, well, I mean, current going forward, yeah, but no. Julio. Julio's one of them. And our favorite psychopaths, the other. <laughs> A.B. A.B., yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight end, tight end's an easy guess. Wrong. Absolutely. Kicker's an easy guess. Well, maybe Gostowski. not. Uh, Justin Tucker. No, Guskowski. Oh, Guskowski. Yeah. Okay. And defense, I would think most people would figure this. Uh, I'd probably start with Baltimore. Not Baltimore, no. but certainly uh, their rival. New England. New England. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if that was your squad, this was their article, though. And this was based on a lot of stats from uh, Pro Football Reference. So that was their all decade team Drew Brees, LaShawn McCoy, Arian Foster, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Gronk, Koskowski, and the Pats defense. But I think you could certainly make an argument that, you know, AP, I would personally probably take AP over. God, Sean McCoy was really dangerous for a while. That's for sure. Yeah, because he he would catch a lot. Yeah, same as that Arian was a Foster. thing. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. Yeah, I guess in PPR. Yeah, I don't know, man. But I, I'd be hard pressed to bent uh, to take Foster over AP. I don't know, especially if you're talking about the full totality of the decade. But he was a top five uh, for Foster. He was top five in four years: 2010, 2011, 2012, and 2014. And then the injuries kind of rode him out and. That was that. Yeah. I, I was going further back in my, in my mind, but uh, I said KC, but uh, Priest Holmes, that used to be my, mm-hmm. my, 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 my favorite. Well, that was a small window, but man, was that window uh, incredible for that guy. Mm-hmm. He was Between ridiculous. him and Larry Johnson, and oh my God. 400 plus touches a season. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. That was, yeah. That was, that was a fun offense. Yeah. Yeah. Priest Holmes was incredible. Yeah. He was incredible. That That's a team that I think was. Um, yeah, Vermeil did a did a hell of a job, and uh, yes, yeah, they had, they had some nice talent. But I mean, good gracious, they really did. Um, special kudos, by the way. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit, but if we're talking about the All Decade team, we're talking about Drew Brees. I do think uh, we talked about it briefly at the very very beginning of the podcast, but uh, certainly a tip of the cap and uh, raising the glass to Drew Brees for setting the the touchdown record. Uh, obviously I think it's a reasonable expectation and that's going to float a little bit back and forth, but Breeze probably has a little bit of an edge to stay ahead of Brady. Plus he's, you know, he's 40, Brady's 42. So we'll see how long both those guys want to play, but given just the dynamics of the offense, Breeze is probably going to be able to pad that lead a little bit. But if you, obviously if you factor in playoff touchdowns, nobody's even close to Brady. Like forget about it. Uh, but Breeze's accomplishments, particularly given, you know, the shoulder injury and, and San Diego casting him aside. I mean, obviously Philip Rivers has had a fine career, but if you could go back and redo that and you don't have to expend the draft capital, uh, you know, what could they have accomplished? 
Um, that being said, I think with Drew Brees, one of the things you always have to recognize is it's not just Drew Brees plus Team A or Team B. It's Drew Brees plus Sean Payton in New Orleans. Yeah. And so not only is was he a talented quarterback who probably would have had some degree of success, he ended up being paired with somebody and an organization in a way that was built that really facilitated that success. But I, I, I certainly, you know, again, a tip of the cap and uh, raise a glass to him by all, you know, accounts. It, it, he's incredible on and off the field. Uh, unless you, unless he's trying to do diamond investments, that doesn't work out well for that guy. Uh, stop doing that, Drew. <laughs> you got enough money, bro. You don't need to buy diamonds mm-hmm. or fake diamonds or get snookered with that stuff. Uh, unnecessary. But um, second round draft choice in 2001 has the record for completions, the record for passing yards, now has the record for touchdowns. 29 of 30 in that game, that annihilation of the Colts, and just, and you know what, one of the things that's funny about that is it's not like he was 29 of 30 on a bunch of checkdowns. I mean, he had he had plenty of long balls mixed in there, medium oh, throws yeah. and long throws. I mean, that was not, you know what I'm saying, like, that's, a, that's wonderfully impressive to have done, but even more so given the nature of the game, that I think most of us thought the Colts' defense was at least solid. And the nature of his throws. That, that's an incredible game. And Michael Thomas, by the way, absolutely filthy in that game. 12 passes for 128 yards. That's Thomas's eighth game this season with at least 10 catches. He has 133 for the season, which is already, with multiple games left, the fourth highest single uh, season total in NFL history. Yeah, he, he's going to end up with the uh, most catches in a season. He only, needs, a, he only needs 11. 10 to tie. 11 to break it. Oh, Marvin Harrison back in... I can't believe that's 2002, Shannon. Yeah. I cannot believe that is 17 years ago. That was the year uh, Edge tore his ACL and Peyton had to wing it all over the place. Yeah, well, he definitely did that. So yeah. That was one hell of a combo, though. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I, I barely stepped foot on this planet. Jesus. I know, you're so young. It's incredible. Um <laughs> Uh, Chiefs handled the Broncos, which I don't think anybody was terribly surprised about. Uh, Good on them. Let's see, Patriots-Bengals was kind of gross. Started out extra gross. Patriots defense obviously picked up some slack over the course of the game. Uh, And uh, the Bengals, as the Bengals are wont to do, turned the ball over multiple times late. Uh, Gilmore bagging a pick six, 64-yard touchdown to put put them up 27-10. So, Good on them. They had a two-game losing streak. They got five turnovers, including four picks in the second half. Uh, pretty ridiculous. I think you can't read a whole bunch into the Bengals game. The Bengals are terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's good that they brought Andy Dalton back. Uh, they were doing that man dirty uh, by benching him. It was effed up. I mean, y- y'all knew you. <laughs> y'all knew your team sucked. It's not Dalton's fault. But I'm really looking forward to Patriots-Bills on Saturday. Uh, Tom Brady, by the way, career record versus Buffalo was 31-3. and three. That's fairly ridiculous. Fairly, yeah, uh, that, that's, a hell of a, that's a hell of a run. So, I don't know. I would imagine that they're not going to have any videographers at any, uh, Bills, with any Bills sideline footage. I would think not. Although, you know, it, look, if the, if, if the Pats are going to send a crew to record anything, they might as well just record people jumping on the tables and getting drunk and wrecking Bill's shop. Mafia. Bill, yeah, get some footage of Bill's Mafia, y'all. That'll make us... Do your job. What's their job? Get drunk and fuck shit up. That's Bill's Mafia. I want yeah, that so do your... I want that do your job segment. 
How great would that be? Go. Oh my Shouldn't god! Gronk go to one of those like tailgates. Yes. Can you imagine a Gronk do your job segment on Bills Mafia? Oh my god! <laughs> it's my Gronk in a box. <laughs> it's my Gronk in a box. Ooh. Yeah, that would that would be worth. I'd totally watch that. Totally watch that. We already talked about the Cowboys whooping up on the Rams. Most points scored by the Cowboys in five years, by the way. So that's not surprising. Yeah, nice defense there, uh, Rams. Appreciate that. It was the Cowboys' first victory over a team with a winning record this season, uh, but they can clinch their fourth division title in six seasons if they win at Philadelphia. So, pretty significant. Uh, and hopefully, they manage coin flips a little bit better than they did in the beginning <laughs> of that one. Kind of screwy, but uh, thanks again to the Rams for all the garbage garbage time production. I appreciate that. Uh, that was fun. And the Rams, uh, just inconsistent, man. I don't know what you want to say about them. Um, <laughs> we did already talk a little bit about the 49ers and the Falcons. I guess, uh, Randy, let me ask you this. I know it's another bitter endgame loss. Uh, I know it was a bad beat for the betters with two touchdowns in, what, two seconds of game, yeah. game clock? I mean, which is insane. But at the end of desperation games, sometimes you get weird really weird stuff and by the time you get players pitching and throwing and lateraling all over the place at the end of the game you get some strange things um so i don't know that that last one i remember the music city miracle that was really the music shitty miracle uh throwing <laughs> that one across the field looking like it was going to go out of bounds and the falcons just you know scooped it up and scored the touchdown but they didn't even have to go far you know, a couple of yards maybe but that's that's a tough one to hit for the betters <laughs> if you had the under, man, that's a cold way to go out, dude. That's a cold way to go out. I but, uh, any other kind of thoughts or takeaways from that game from the from our resident Forty ers fan? I think, well, I think one of the uh, more frustrating things for me was not even so much the game itself, but actually seeing. And I've actually I'm on like a couple of fan pages on Facebook, so, mm -hmm. but it's just like everybody blaming garoppolo or just blaming shanahan or and rather than looking at everything as a whole it's like you know the falcons have been playing lights out as, for, for the most part the second half of the season because it's just the way they've been it's like they get rid of their d coordinator and all of a sudden everything changes yeah and they play they embarrass the saints they beat the niners i mean they've they're and they put up 40 on Carolina, which isn't hard to do, but it's just the idea that this is something that they couldn't do earlier in the season. Yeah. So you got that takeaway. You've got special teams making mistakes with gold missing that extra point. You got the fact that on a short third down, Kittle catches the ball, and before securing it fully, he fumbles it as he's trying to look up field, has to just jump on the ball where he probably would have gotten the first down and kept the drive going and yeah. could have run the clock out probably. And then, of course, the defense just not being able to contain Matt Ryan, what he was doing. Yep. Julio, Matt I, Ryan and Julio Jones were just a, a wrecking ball, man. Clearly, you know, the defense missed Richard Sherman. Yes. Uh, the fact that they were he should be back. He should be defense. back this week, though, right? That is what we're seeing. That's what I'm seeing online is yeah. he's, that he says he's going to be back. But it's just the idea that there were a lot of factors that – came to the loss that they lost as a team it is it a heartbreaking loss sure it could have kept them at least ahead of everybody else i get it 
unfortunately, stuff like this happens. And the thing is, we haven't had a letdown loss like this all season long. Yeah, Our losses have been like we've seen with Seattle and the Ravens. Last second field goals as time expired. So we were due. And I think this will really help the team just kind of gain a little more focus and really push towards winning out, winning, getting the first, you know, getting under one seed and actually doing what they got to do. But at this point, I mean, I can't complain. We're in the playoffs for the first time since 2013. We're 11 and three. We're right there on the doorstep of being a number one seed, Mm -hmm. getting a bye. This is some, I mean, I was going to be happy if this team finished eight and eight this year. Well, you definitely exceeded those expectations. But, I mean, that's the thing. I was not expecting this. Right. How could I be upset? How could I be frustrated? Yeah, I'm going to get frustrated with close losses. I get it. Because it's just like one of those things where you're so emotionally invested in it because it's your team. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I'm going to be emotional or frustrated or whatever at, at, after the game. But after a few days, it's just like the bigger picture. We're 11-3. and three, We're in the playoffs. No matter what, whether we win out, lose out, whatever, we're still the fifth seed at this point. Sixth seed at worst. Mm-hmm. We still have a shot. It's I. This is like, I couldn't ask for a better season. Yeah. Well, the season's not over yet, so you could ask for a better season, for a better True, finish. True, but I'm just saying but... in general, it's just, the, to, even to be considered one of the front runners mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl, that... That's great. That's amazing. I wonder if this is one of those games where the familiarity with Kyle Shanahan, you know what I mean, helped the Falcons do that. And that's always Maybe. a possibility. I mean, because I was expecting the, the flip side of that. I thought that his familiarity with Ryan and some other things would help them more. But, uh, and see, that's the other thing. I mean, when they talk about realignment and changing the NFL thing, man, I, I like I like good rivalry games. And I, and all the opportunities you get for whether it's somebody that coached one place and they're somewhere else, and you, I just I don't know, man. I, I don't know that I want to see all that, all this stuff kind of broken up and messed up. I, I I don't know, man. I like these kind of things. I don't know about realignment, dude. I know that's a tangent jump, and I'm sorry that it just popped into my head, but I just I think it was Vic Fangio, and he, and he was like having everybody play everybody else one time and having one out of conference or something. Man, that's just strange. It's nice to have in-division rivalries and then out-of-division rivalries and then those out-of-division storylines where maybe it's the same conference, but you just you get these weird ties. And to have the Kyle Shanahan tie I think is interesting and may have certainly helped the Falcons in this case, at least more so than maybe most of us expected going into it. Uh, but, Randy, you are correct in the sense that that should be a little bit of a motivating wake-up call if they needed it. Uh, a little extra salt to, you know, keep grinding uh, through the playoffs. But I don't know what you hang your hat on if you're a Falcons fan this year. I guess beating the Saints and beating the 49ers is about all you get. <laughs> Enjoy, I suppose. What else you got for me, bro? Oh, did Skype eat it again? It did. Boo. Freaking Skype. You have this new version of Skype, and it's going to fail. Wonderful. What the hell, Skype? I'm going to have to pause Adobe, brah. Okay, so we've had some Skype technical difficulties. I'm on my second Skype update of the night. I updated it earlier today, and then it froze and crapped out. 
And before I rejoin the call, it updated again. So hopefully that's the last Skype update of the day. And we're good to go. Super obnoxious. Uh, but we were wrapping up thoughts on the uh, the 49ers. And I, I don't know where that call failed. So might as well just move on to the next whatever we're talking about. Uh, Mark, I will ask you this, though. Just out of curiosity, from a bad beat standpoint, was it, when's the last time you remember two wretched-ass bad beats like that Falcons, 49ers, and Eagles-Redskins game in the same weekend in the NFL? <laughs> those are those are pretty top notch. Uh, you know, we we all know that's uh, you know when a team's desperate at the end of the game trying to you know pull off some nonsense. I mean, you know, awful things can happen. But uh, you know, those those are two two pretty horrendous ones that uh, yeah, thankfully I hadn't I had no involvement in either of them. But uh, probably a good decision. Did, yeah, if you did, that, that, that was a stinger. <laughs> <laughs> I will give a little bit of credit to the uh, Redskins for making that game competitive. They have been, uh, you know, I think, what what did I call them last week? Um, surprisingly competent in their mediocrity, I don't know, something like that. And, and I think it's really more of a, a reflection of the state of the Eagles than it is the state of the Redskins. But they ended up, obviously the Eagles end up getting a win, and then they get that atrocious end of that game with Haskins chucking that. Bro. Just if you're gonna do that, man, just heave it downfield at least. Don't heave it backwards. If you're gonna just heave ho, just throw it down the damn field, dude. Uh, Jesus, heave the hoe, what? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. But you no, know, scary Terry. I think is is legit. I think they found somebody with him. Uh, he had a, a a great 75 yard touchdown, a great grab, and and blowing by some defenders. That was great, but. You know, there's a little bit of you know some potential you can see on that roster, and I think they've they've turned certain things around. They're not good, but I think as awful as they looked in the early part of the season, moving Gruden and and getting him the hell out of there, I think you can see you know in part the results show you that they made the right decision. But I don't know if you're an Eagles fan, I don't know how happy you can be about that one unless you had money on it. But I don't I don't know how you know what I'm saying. Like that's just it's just crap. That one's just crap. I mean, the Eagles didn't take the lead in that game until under 30 seconds left in the game. You know, I mean, it's just gross. Well, to finish the game off, obviously, but that's just heinous. And they barely got by the Giants, who it took overtime and a non-existent Giants offense in the second half. Mark, do you think the Giants might beat them in the rematch? Or the Giants oh, going to... Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think we got a Giants team that obviously they got nothing nothing to lose, so you know why not uh, you know throw the kitchen sink at them last few weeks? Or as Eli said in the pregame, whatever the other week, F it, F it. Mm-hmm. That's great, by the way. That's great. Texans Titans. Only thing I want to say is thank you, Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown for effing me. Good job, y'all. Shannon says, <laughs> "Well played, well done." <laughs> Good, Good job, thing I probably won't have to worry about that next week. Yeah. True story. Uh, uh, side note: we we've joked around about about this for years, but the the keeper we have two leagues that we primarily well, there's more than two leagues, but um, we have a, a sports league and we we have a keeper league. The Mark has a league, so there's a couple floating around. But keeper league is old, dude. The keeper league didn't used to be a keeper league, but uh, that thing I think that league goes back to 2001. You want to talk about some history? It's really funny to look back at at a lot of years past. Which you can do on Yahoo. So it, it's kind of a hoot to get a reminder of who won and who's joined and who's left and all that stuff. But 
years ago, years ago, we uh, had it was a it was an eighteen playoff, and Shannon and I both got in as the seven and the eights, and we went to the championship game. <laughs> and all kinds of people got salty because we were, you know, it's just the way the schedules went. But uh, we had good teams; we just had bad records. <laughs> and then we just, yeah, you know, it was, it was whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. As Mark complaining, your team was sorry. You deserved to lose in the playoffs. You had no business winning that league. And you didn't because you got not you got not the hell out and then you quit <laughs> and then you started your own league. He so he was so salty about it. He left and started his own league. That's that's, that's how salty he was. It's true enough. It's true for this story anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hashtag fake news. But you snarky. Yeah, de snarky. Uh, but uh, so you know, one of the things I did is, and this is really the mark rule. So I take all of the teams that are uh, five, six, seven, and eight, and I make them play each other late in the season, so that there's zero excuses for who gets the playoff spots. Because if you, you know, what I mean, if your team doesn't win, and this is obviously you're, you're generally post buys at this point, so you have your full roster in week thirteen, or you should, and so that that that's how I settled that. You know what I mean? Which I, which I think is a good way to go. You know, I I kind of like doing that. Uh, although it changes the nature of rivalry week because it's hard to do all rivalries when you have to uh, factor in like weird playoff stuff. But uh, neither here nor there. But anyway, the only reason I bring that up is because we have another year where uh, two teams with losing records are now in the championship game, and that would be uh, Shannon and Randy. So good job, fellas, for winning your first round games and then taking out the one and the two, and now. Uh, you know, scrubbos in in the championship game, man. Good work. <laughs> y'all are probably a long time coming. I know. Have y'all ever played in the Have y'all ever played in the championship game in that league? Not in the keeper, no. Mm-mm. In the keeper, this is going to be my fifth time. Good God! Really? Yeah, because I had a run where I get went four straight seasons. I was going for a three peat, and you beat me that year. Yeah, good. And and then and then last year is when my team shit the bed and I was ended up in last place and now I'm back in the championship game after only one year so I'll take it yeah there you go but uh, the losing record championship game yay Mark's favorite <laughs> no deal no no deal Mark what did, what did you do in your league man are you a fourteen playoff is that what you did. Uh, out of a, no, out of a 10 team league, uh, we go six. I say, I say, I say 10 team goes, uh, six or it can go four, but I say, you know, six. That's funny. In years past, you used to tell me only four should make it. I'm surprised you made it six. I'm okay with six. Oh, now you are. That's good. That's good to know. I'm glad we have your permission. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know how I feel about eight eight teams making it in a twelve team league. That's it's a stretch. <laughs> eh, there's so much randomness in fantasy football, though. I just looked. Yeah. I just looked at it as it was. You know, it just made the playoffs interesting, which it did. It did make sure. the playoffs interesting. Oh, for sure, and yeah. kind of makes the regular season feel a little irrelevant. But uh, that's I because, digress. Well. Yeah, that's okay. Somebody's salty because they 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 had a good record and then got their ass beat. 
It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I took it in the chin this year. McGuffin keeps taking me the hell out, dude. I just need to not play him ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, you know, what's funny is I thought I, thought I was going to play Randy. Randy thought he was going to play me, too. And then I, yep. I I forgot that Yahoo reseeded you, and there's a setting in there, um, and it it reseeds automatically, <laughs> so you get the highest seed gets the lowest seed, default, which really you know in that kind of a scenario doesn't really matter. Um, it's not like real world football <laughs> where there's some <laughs> necessary discrepancy between a one and a six, you know. It's, it's fantasy. probably a good thing, but I I think we can say share that I mean I. I don't know if you would disagree, but I would say that the the end result of our saltiness was probably like the ugliest fight like you and I have ever had. Was it? I don't it's, remember. It's, it's it's probably a good thing that you know that we you know because it wasn't that that bad. But well, yeah, we, we got you know by the end, I think you were pretty tired of my shit, and I was pretty tired of your shit. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, apparently, I've blocked out that whole bitch session you had because I don't remember it. <laughs> Was it a fight? I don't remember that. Oh, no, it was. It was. <laughs> I I must have just. I'm. I probably just let you. I probably put you on like. Uh, you called me, and I just put my phone down and just did other stuff while you just chatted to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, it was more one of those things. I think it, it kind of went on for like a period of time. So that's what I'm saying it's kind of. It just kind of dragged on. Did for, it really? Like, couple, it, it dragged on for a couple of days, and I think by you, the end we were, took- we were both pretty. Tired of each other, yeah. You, you took the winnings, Justin, and dried your tears with the winnings. Oh. <laughs> Probably. Mm. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. That's funny. No, like, I don't really, like, I mean, like, I remember you bitching about it. But, you know, I was just thinking with, you know, that insurmountable lead that you had because based on your record and your soft schedule. How do you fuck that bullshit? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? <laughs> I think I'd be curious to go back and look at my team. I, I couldn't remember. Oh my god! No, I don't I'm know. I don't remember bad. what year that was. But I bet if we went back and looked at the team, you probably had Arian Foster or something random. Um, <laughs> I bet you're right. You know what's really probably. funny? Uh, and it, you know, fantasy. You know, ultimately, when you talk about fantasy, what people tend to care about is is no one else's leagues but their own, which is fine. So we, we don't talk about a lot of fantasy football on the podcast, but we're at the at the time of the year where it's kind of funny to look back at things and think about things. And if you've if you've been in leagues for a long time, particularly where most people have stayed, it's interesting to do if you if your league does it, if you have league history, you know, and we've done Yahoo for as long as I can remember. Um, so we have league history going back to 2000, 2001. Now that's before I even knew Shannon. It's before Mark yeah. was even born. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really funny to look back a couple years ago, and with fantasy, it's crazy if you have your league history to look back at your team three or five years ago and to see how different, how different the rosters are and how different the top players are. Because it, it, it is. And there's there's all, obviously there's a couple of, you know, long-timers that, that hold down the fort that are relevant for a decade. But generally in football, you're not getting a decade out of anybody other than maybe a quarterback. You know, an occasional wide receiver. But for the most part, 
a decade. You go back three, five years, man. It's it's wild the names that are um, the leaders in 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 whatever league it is. It's crazy. So yeah, we ought to go back and look. I don't, you know, maybe when we're bored, it's a snow day, and we're just drinking beers and on Skype, we can go back and make and and Shannon and I can laugh at the year that we knocked y'all out. Did Skype crap out again? Holy moly, it sure did. Dude, the hell, Skype? Welcome back. I don't know what's up with Skype, man. It's like the... uh, Skype hates you. Apparently tonight, man. (laughs) Yeah. Keeps kicking me out. The hell, dude? I'm sorry. What raging debate were y'all settling while I was in Skype no man's land? Uh, We were just talking about fantasy playoffs and all the joys. All the, there are many joys. There are many joys. And there are many frustrations, but that's fantasy for you. Just a wee bit. <laughs> just, just, just a wee slightly. Just a wee bit. Uh, side note, back to real-world football. How in the hell, of all the craziness stuff, all the craziness that happens, uh, we have, you know, obviously, laterals and pitches and fun, oh my, Lions, Tigers, and Falcons. Yay! Uh, but that Packers-Bears game, dude, uh, where yet again, uh, you know, the Packers have a knack for having a lead and then you know, you know, crapping the game out, don't they? The Bears end up closing, and they look like they have a shot at the end. How do, How in the hell do you have that many pitches, that many laterals, all that stuff going on? You got two guys with a clear path and a clear shot to the end zone, and, they, and that, that dude can't pitch it to one of those guys? Seriously? I mean, I'm happy the Packers won. Don't get me wrong. That's so, a fail horn. But, yeah. I mean, Seriously? They had two dudes. That would have been an incredible play. And they still would have needed the two-point conversion to tie the game. It's not like that would have won it for them. But how great would that have been had they been able to pull that off? Whoa. It was right there for them. It was right there for them. That was was an incredibly awful uh, defensive call by the... uh, by the Packers on that. They do deserve the fail horn. No doubt. I, I was going to say if I could real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, jump, jumping back into the fantasy football. Yeah. Um, I uh, I thought I had a story that y'all would enjoy, and I'm Ooh. almost positive I didn't share this uh, on here before, but uh, last year, fantasy playoffs, because again, you're correct that, you know, no, for the most part, you know, you don't really care too much about fantasy you know, teams or hearing about fantasy teams other than your own. Oh, it was a fantastic Fantastic yeah. story. My uh, my wife's mechanic actually, uh, they, they talk a lot, and she uh, had gone in and seen him a couple times during the during the fantasy football season uh-huh. or during the football season. And they talked fantasy football because uh, it was her first year trying it out, and he was in the league. I mean, we care about our teams no matter what, whether there's money in the line or not. But he's in the league uh, with a thousand dollar buy-in. Oh my god! I, I can't even imagine playing the league like that. So I believe that the champion. Uh, the league is going to get uh, six grand. Um, oh, shit. So, a lot on the line. And uh, he winds up making it to the championship against his brother. Um, so, six grand on the line to, to the winner. Uh, and it may have even been more on the line. I, I feel like that almost sounds low. But regardless, it was at least six grand. And uh, he wins literally, but I don't I don't remember who it was, but whoever like played in the Monday night game in the final final night of the playoffs uh, last year the last touch of the game 
won him, you know, wow. the grand. I'm like that. That kind of shit is so crazy, and that's why I I do I I will always love fantasy football, no matter how much it can piss me off sometimes. And I think we've all had bad seasons where we probably momentarily thought about like, all right, you know what, screw it. Next year I'm I'm not going to do it. Next I'm never I'm playing again. Play, play, play so play so little. I'm just going to do pick them or you know whatever. <laughs> but I, I keep going back to it because it's just so entertaining and it's just. It's brilliant, you know, it's a brilliant way to, you know, care about, you know, games that, you know, don't have teams you necessarily care about otherwise, and uh, I don't know. I, I think it's fantastic that it's there. And, yeah, I mean, and like, all, where else would you... Pisses off, pisses off at times, but that's, that's incredible. <laughs> Final play of the week yes. you know, gets them six grand. I mean, where else would you get the satisfaction of watching your brother have Jameis Winston on his bench as you cruise to a victory in your matchup. This is true. This is true. That was great, man. He had to be a little salty about that. Oh, no, he was. He was. <laughs> oh, my God. Jameis Winston, by the way. Uh, yeah, Look, fantastic fantasy quarterback because he does enough that the turnovers don't matter. That's how productive he is. I mean, real world, he, he, you know, he's got some ugly problems that present themselves from time to time. But he does. I mean, he leads the NFL in interceptions, but he also leads the NFL in yardage. Last two games, nine hundred fourteen yards and eight touchdowns. I mean, come on, he is the first player in NFL history with four hundred fifty plus passing yards in consecutive games. <laughs> That's so obscene, dude. Yep, that is obscene. I know it's the the Lions are terrible, so that was that was right for the picking, man. That was right for the picking, dude. A career high, four hundred fifty eight yards. A week dude, after he after he shot at hitting that five thousand plateau, which is never easy to hit. No, no, he he he's going to be end up being so productive. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of his, but I, I mean, he's done so much. I mean, the Bucks have to keep him. They just have to. They they have to keep him and work on the work on the mistakes and the turnovers. But you, you got to keep that dude. How do you replace? Uh, how do you replace that guy? I mean, who the hell do you replace him with? Yeah, no, he's 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 worth it. He's obviously got some things he's got to improve on. Uh, I appreciate him very much as a. Uh, degenerates, uh, you know, better for uh, for for overs because I feel like he's he's so fantastic at both you know being able to move the ball and 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 get scores, but also at any point in time he can throw an idiotic interception and yeah, you know, hopefully give the other team good field position. So yeah, yeah, win win. You know what I'd forgotten about is um, Perriman's dad, Rashad Perriman's dad played in the NFL. Did you guys remember huh. that? Uh-uh. Is he? So, is it that Perryman? Really? Yeah, That's Brett. Brett Perryman played for the Lions. Yes. Oh wow. Oh wow. How about that? I remember, I remember having to deal with him in Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tecmo Super Bowl. Woo! But yeah, Brashaw Perryman's dad played for the Lions. Yeah. Yep. He uh, caught twenty-five touchdowns from ninety-one to ninety-six. The only thing that's sad is they were talking to uh, Brashad Perriman about his dad. He said, uh, quote, my dad's got dementia, but he's doing all right, or he's doing good. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, tough way to go, but yeah. Jameis Winston is going to win some fantasy leagues for people. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. For damn sure. It's funny. Anyway. 
he knocked me out, so yeah, yeah. bastard. Yeah, um, well, you, you, during, the, during your technical difficulties, I was saying my, my you know, and in, in my league, uh-huh. the Bastards League, it, my, my matchup is for the championship is. I feel like large depending on I've I've got uh, I've got Lamar and my opponent's got uh, Jameis. So I feel like that's very much where it's going to come down to is wow. uh, who can get the best production there. I, is that a two quarterback league or one quarterback league? Just 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 the one. Okay. Yeah, that that should be an entertaining final. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you, sir. Good luck. <laughs> I do want to give a special shout out uh, as far as fails to the. San Diego Chargers, seven, seven, seven. No Brad Pitt necessary. Seven. What's Char- in the box? What's in the box? A turnover. That's what's in the damn box. Seven, <laughs> seven. Are you kidding me? The Vikings. The Chargers, Chargers are done with Rivers, right? I yeah. think. I I think they have to be. I think it's just yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Rivers. I mean, maybe he plays another year, but I I think it's time to. Say I do and thank you. Peace out. Right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's time to move on. Seven Chargers and, turnovers, man. And I think because of the that insane number of turnovers, I think there's a, a certain soundbite that soundbite that needs to be played because of that. Which one? I think one of. Well, Shane's I'm here to tell like, you that you're probably gonna find out as you go out there <laughs> that you're not going to amount. Jack you idiot! <laughs> well, not if you do that in, during the game, no. I was thinking more of uh, one of Shannon's favorites. Oh. How? Oh, that one? Oh, here you go. Uh, Dear Philip Rivers. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Inconceivable! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Clyde! Shut the fuck up, Clyde! Shut the fuck up! That's YouTube just going... I I love that. It goes from how do you fuck that up to all the... A whole bunch of shut the fuck up, Clydes. I'm not sure how they're linked together, but other than the keyword of, you know, fuck, but uh, that's a a random jump. That was an unexpected random jump. It's the only danger with letting YouTube just roll. You get that kind of stuff. Jeez. Shut the fuck up! Thank you, Sam. That's better. But no, I agree. I think for Rivers, I mean, it, it, he needs to quit while he's ahead at this point. Got to I mean, kids, he's got man. a football team at home, dude. Go home. That's probably why he's still playing. He don't want to go home. I mean, yep. I, I, I don't know, man. At some point, I mean, you got to learn those kids' names and yeah. take care of them. I mean, per- perhaps he... <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's terrible. Damn, I, I think you're confusing him with uh, who was that I, DB that uh, didn't know Cromartie. his kid's name? Marty. Yeah, Cromarty. League of their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the Cromartys. Yeah, that wasn't wasn't there a piece where they were asking him and he, he looked like he didn't remember his kid's oh, name? He, he was struggling to remember the names. <laughs> he, he knew he knew a couple, and then when he got to like number four, he was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> starts with a G. Starts with a G. <laughs> That's terrible, man. Like I don't know. If like, once you're in the double digits, perhaps it gets tricky. That's probably why. Like uh, who is it? The the Duggers, the Dugers, or whatever they were. Like, didn't they name all those kids with, like the same first letters? 
I Probably. think so. I think the girls are all, you know, maybe they're Probably. K names and all the boys are J names or something. I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I think with Cromartie, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, it was at least like at least six different women. I mean, that's just... Does he even remember their names is the question. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of kids. Over or under six and a half, Mark. But Yes, six different baby mamas? That's tough. Oh, you're asking for trouble. <laughs> but he's going to remember enough of them, though. I would take the under. You'd think a defender would understand playing a little defense. Man, it's called birth control, you big dumbass. Your Jesus. defense is offensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd make sure there's a goalie in there, but that's a different sport, so uh, I don't know. I'm in love with the glove, man. Oh, it wasn't Cromartie defeat like his own vasectomy defeated him. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, wasn't that Crow? Wasn't that Crow? I swear it was. I'm pretty sure you're right. <laughs> oh, God. No, right. Uh, that's like that Bart Simpson um, gif where he dumps the cake in the trash can. It's like, at least you tried. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> Crow's vasectomy. Eh, at least you tried. Bloop. <laughs> Here's another kid for you that you won't remember the name of. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Aww. Aww. You better have a good person, as, personal assistant. That's a horrible message for Christmas, damn it. <laughs> has, has, has nothing to do with football, but just you, you inspired me. This is the time of night where I guess we get, we get really off the rails probably, but I yes. uh, saw something posted early today. Of, uh-huh. and I mean, I know this is far from the first time, but like an uh, article about a woman who discovered she was pregnant nine days before giving birth. How does that shit happen? How? I don't understand these things. I don't, I don't get that. Couldn't tell you. Apparently it is possible. And I don't understand it either. <laughs> I mean, what, is, what does it happen all of a sudden? It's like, it's like, hey, Ricky, you're right. I was pregnant. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> hey, Ricky. I mean, come on. There's got to be some giveaways, some tips, some clues. There should be quite a few dead giveaways, yeah. I mean, right? Right? You would think so. You would think. You would think. (laughs) I don't know. That's a a mess. I mean, mean, what is the guy doing going, I just thought they were kicking us out of the buffet because we just eaten too damn much. I didn't realize you were feeding eating the food. I don't know your name, but all I want for Christmas is you. Love, your dad, Cromarty. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> terrible. Uh, he's a Rolodex for his own damn kids. What in the hell? <laughs> Name tags. <laughs> Hello, my name is. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Uh, consider this a uh, PSA. Oh no, that's not right. Damn it. Oh, hold on. What in the hell? Oh Lord, it's not. Uh, it's not here. Oh okay. Well, never mind. Clearly, that is a lost track in my music library fragmentation at the moment, so don't mind that reference. Uh, We can't deal with it. That's okay. 
All right. Well, that, clearly that means we should probably button up some thoughts and get the hell out of here. It's late enough anyway, quite <laughs> yeah. quite frankly. Uh, yeah. But yes, the Chargers seven turnovers, the most for the Chargers since nineteen ninety eight. Gross, absolutely gross. Uh, and again, a special thanks to the uh, Minnesota Vikings and the Tennessee Titans that helped shank me in fantasy. You know, Shannon, I, I will give you credit for this. There's some interesting theories about fantasy football, and one of the ones that hap- that you'll read about is that people tend to get too conservative and they play for safe points. And I will give you credit for being willing to roll the dice and go big or go home. I'll give you know what I'm saying. I'll, I'll totally give you credit for that. And you actually uh, uh, ended up playing AJ Brown in, in a different league. I was like, you know what? If Shannon can do it, so can I. I'll play AJ Brown. <laughs> I had uh, nothing to lose, man. I, I mean, know. I was, Why not? I, I won on the last week of the of the fantasy regular season by 1.25 points just to get into the playoffs. So you know, I went all Eli. F it. <laughs> F it. And old sexy Rexy. F it go deep. That's right. That's right. That's right. But uh, it's a it, shame the train stops here for you, Shannon. <laughs> Whoa. Listen to Randy throwing throwing the uh, gauntlet down there. There you go. So, we shall see, says yeah. the blind man. We shall the see. I'll put some beer on it even. Hey. Oh. Well, you're going to bet some beers? Bet a beer. What beer are you yeah, betting? We'll bet a beer. What beer are you betting? Hmm. A quad? Oh, I like the I, I like the sound of that. Belgian quad. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, let's do that. All right. That was an easy problem to solve. I'm I, I win. I you buy a you. Belgian quad. You win. You buy a Belgian quad. Great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm glad we could help you out. It's gonna taste so good. What can I say except you're welcome? There you go. <laughs> anyway, that's All right. Uh, so look, I I don't know if we're gonna get anything else in uh, before Christmas. Uh, the rest of the stocking stuffers might uh, have to be non-sports related, which could be fantastic for some of you and a big disappointment for others. Depends on what kind of stupidity you like. <laughs> Uh, this might mean my wife has to deal with my stupidity for a whole week instead of me throwing it all out there in a podcast as a uh, as 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 a, as a means of dealing with everything. Uh, thank you, honey, for dealing with me. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah, we did the thank yous. And you know what? Uh, it's been a it's been a fun year. Not so much as a Redskins fan. That's been awful. And uh, the Packers are a mess. I don't have a lot of faith in them. So, but you know, fantasy has been largely entertaining. And real life has been pretty good, so I I really don't have anywhere to complain. Oh, pro tip, Lindy, just letting you know, once your kid is ready for some potty training, leave a toilet, leave a little potty in the car, I promise you. If y'all go on a road trip, if your kid can, if you can just pull over and your kid can totally use their miniature Master P Edition Squatty Potty, you know, (laughs) you're totally good. We leave one in the back of our minivan, true story. So... Because you never know, we might have Mark riding with us one day. He might need to take a poop. So we, we've got. I'm gonna say <laughs> uh, uh, you know, if we're, we're rolling somewhere, and I, I've had a little too much to drink. If I need to jump back in the back, and yeah, you push might. It out. Yeah, I appreciate that. You might. Uh, but but pro tip, it is, it is. I swear to you, man, it's it's a it's a little kid lifesaver. 
because you've got a potty in the car. They can't hold it. They can't control it. Whatever. They're still work. You're still working on them. You got a little ways to go. Miles is tiny, but you know, all of a sudden you're going to be trying to potty train that kid, man. Cheerios in the toilet are great. Peeing on trees is great. Road trips, a little extra potty in the car. It's like gold, bro. <laughs> gold, brother. Anyway. Well, friends, I'll, I'll say a Merry Christmas to all of you. I'm super excited about seeing the uh, you know Star Wars flick on Thursday night. Hopefully that's a lot of fun. I'm trying to avoid any spoilers or reviews. I mean, I've seen some things, but I'm trying to avoid uh, reading too much about it. I, I want to just kind of enjoy the film organically. I'm a little stuck on rewatching uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. There's a part of me that wants to watch them and a part of me that just wants to leave it all alone so I can just you know, take that movie completely fresh because it's been a while since I've watched any of them, uh, other than watching the Mandalorian, which I love, I love that show. And I think that episode, doesn't that episode release early this week? It releases on uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Yes, it does. So, but I've really enjoyed that, but, uh, you know, Hey, look for everybody out there. Uh, don't be that asshole that writes uh, real, you know, legitimate spoilers just because you happen to see it at, I don't know, five o'clock on a Thursday, don't be that don't do dick. It. Yeah, don't be don't that do dickhead. Do yeah, don't do it, man. Wait a couple of days. <laughs> 24 hours at least. Who was Was it Marsh? No, it wasn't Marshawn Lynch. Some NFL player one time that uh, went to a movie and like tweeted about it like that night. <laughs> oh, it was Michael Sam. <laughs> yeah, was yeah that, was, that was a bad move. I, I don't know. The worst, worst funny but horrible uh, things I, I heard, spoiler-wise, from the last movie was... Um, uh, one of my favorite rappers talked about uh, his brother uh, had broken up with a girl uh, about like a year or so ago, and I guess she was still bitter about it and knew that he was a huge Star Wars fan, so she went and saw it and immediately like texted him all the details right afterwards. Like, oh, that's, that's dirty. That's that that dirty. is dirty. That's a dick move. Mm. That's, that's a, a dick, dick move. move. That's ah, it's burn. Um, so I, I have, if I can't, can I? Because I know, uh, you know, again, most likely this is our last I would, podcast of the year. Probably. And so, uh, again, as weird probably. as it is to say, last podcast of the decade. Um, I'm looking for quick hitters here because I know we could turn this into a long discussion. But I know we're wrapping up. But uh, if, you know, everybody feels like they can quickly come up with one individual favorite memory from this decade. I know there's a lot there, but... Uh, Wow. Um, yeah, that, that's a pretty yeah, big ask. Um, of you the know, podcast? No, no, no. I'm just saying you're just, oh, you're, of the whole of, of, of everything. Yeah, yeah, your, your personal favorite memory of the of the aughts, the 2010s. God. Uh, I can tell you lots of my least favorites. Um, no, let's go positive. <laughs> let's go positive. I would say uh, probably the most significant life event for me was seeing Logan come into this world. I mean, obviously, meeting Sarah, getting married to Sarah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, being a dad, that first moment where it's like, holy crap, <laughs> there's a head coming out of there. <laughs> oh, my God, that's a person. Um, you know, I mean, that it was just a it, – it, it's been a ride, man. It really has. And sure, I remember um, don't come around seeing you at the hospital. And I mean, you, you, you're, you're somebody I, I appreciate as a very uh, – I usually, when I describe you, people uh, – boisterous lively bombastic uh but i know when i saw you uh at the hospital around those days i mean there was something extra there i mean you were just uh 
Yeah, I, I, I've I've seen you with the big smile on your face many many times, but this was something different. So I, yeah. I get it. I can yeah. absolutely appreciate that. I think, of course. Yeah, I mean, I've got lots of favorite moments and lots of great things, and I mean, a decade's a pretty significant period of time. So my life is very different <laughs> sure. at forty-two than it was at thirty-two, um, which I still can't believe I'm forty-two. That's still still very strange to me because uh, I don't I don't feel it and I don't think that way but that time tom, tom dictates otherwise so there's there's just that reality that that's there staring at me I, i've had a lot of good but i mean the decades a long time so my life is very different at the moment than it was entering in to that decade and it's really more about the setup because i was with sarah at that point but it was really the setup to this decade uh that was tumultuous um kind of leading up sure. to sarah but uh yeah yeah, I mean, if I don't know that I, it's really hard to pick one moment, uh, but I think if I had to pick one moment, then I'd have to go to yeah the birth of my first child and the birth of Logan. Um, it's one of several great moments, but just that the first time is something else, man. <laughs> that moment is something else, buddy. <laughs> Woo! I'm sure. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. And uh, uh, the only, th- other, uh, only other thing I'll say about that is. Um, Having kids amplifies the speed, like, like time. I feel like so much time has flown by. Being older is part of it. Um, working full time is part of it. Doing other things is part of it. Being married is part of it. But the clock gets a, a lot of rapid fire once you introduce not just one, but two kids, man. I mean, you just stay busy and time flies, man. It is nuts. It is absolutely crazy. I say that, and Shannon's going to be dealing with high schoolers before much longer. Wow, you know, which is yeah. crazy, dude. I cannot believe that. I cannot Gosh. believe that. But I, but yeah. But if I had to pick one moment, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the birth of Logan. Yeah. I would definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Sorry, um, Chloe. I, I love you too, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, within the next decade, I can say <clears throat> the birth of my first child, since obviously that didn't happen this past decade. But um. Like Justin, there's so many, a lot of fun memories, like uh, that finally getting over the hump in that first year winning the chili cook-off. That was probably, that was definitely one of those fun times. Yeah. But um, really thinking about it, like one of the more memorable times, uh, the fun times, I'm not going to lie, Mark, was actually that first year you, Donk, and I went to Vegas. Eh. Because that was probably some of the most fun I've had in a while and just the fact that we just there were no rules we could do whatever the hell we wanted I mean come on dude I spent had a hundred dollar meal at an amazing five-star French restaurant how many times can you say you've done that in your life not many <laughs> so I will never I will never mind Vegas being included that is a that is a quality choice hey man, I just want to know is McCollum still borrowing money for strip uh, for lap dances and strippers <laughs> that's all I want to know <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a bad joke. (laughs) Uh, Mr. McGuffin, did he did he cry after the lap dance? I just want to know. Man, you are a verified asshole for him tonight. Savage, and I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Mercifully, neither did the stripper. I guess. Zach, Zach, 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Bad jokes. He's anyway. really not. No, no, I, I, I am. But that just—it seemed funny in the moment. A little bit of extra, a, a little bit of extra savage. What did you call it? The aughts? Is that what you said? <laughs> the aughts. I can't believe you did that. Thank you. You just need a, You just need some steampunk gear, and you can drop those references. Anyway, go ahead. Um, I'll go with some of the the, the guy trips we've done, man. Uh, yeah. Heading to Smith Mountain Lake and the 151. Those were some fun weekends. They were fun. Hell yeah. Uh, two weddings, your guys' weddings. I mean, just... I mean, good <laughs> lord, I'm going to have a high schooler in a few months. Seeing my kids grow. I mean, it's just just life, man. Yeah. Just, just living it. Um, having fun with y'all. Having fun with the family. You know, just doing our thing. Starting this podcast for God's sakes. Yep. All the blacks we have every week. Gronk in the box. Yep. Remember when the Buffalo fan fell out of the stadium? Remember when the Buffalo fan fell out of the upper deck and we played free falling? (laughs) Yeah. I remember that. Double dong. I mean, come on. Double dong. Double dong. I never laughed so hard at that ever. (laughs) We had a honey boo boo segment one time. Oh my God. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. We had a honey boo boo yeah. segment. We had a we had a lost podcast when we got hammered and we're talking about. I think it was Manzel. We got absolutely trashed. I remember was, the, the 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 pretty naive. Well, I don't know if it's naive, but it was a, a bad decision. But the time that me and McGuffin tried to record uh, while you were on vacation and that didn't turn out for shit. But uh, you know hey, what? We tried it. Give you know, college tried. Yeah, you know what? I, I ought to I ought to dig that episode up. And amplify it all the way through. <laughs> and be entertaining to see what we get out of it. Yeah. Oh my god, I I bet that would be really funny, <laughs> especially because be that was 2013. That's so yeah, that would have been yeah. um wow yeah that was uh wasn't that the year that the Louisville guy tore his uh, tore his leg up? Oh yeah, where oh uh, yeah, Kevin, comp- Kevin, Ware, Kevin Ware, yeah, yeah, compound fracture, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, y'all, you, you, I bet, I bet you two were funny. I'm gonna have to dig around on the hard drive because the audio was bad on that. Um, <laughs> we didn't know. We <laughs> no, yeah, you didn't know what the hell you were doing. But I should just push his buttons. It makes it look easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. Yeah. I, wait a second. Is this mic face? Remember when, when the other week when Shannon was talking through the mic backwards and it was like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I ought to see if I can dig that up. Maybe there's – you two were probably saucy and stupid, which should make it extra entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. That, that might be a fun uh, a fun like random re- – because that was – I mean, that never got published. That never got aired. Right, right. Uh, so that might well, be that a fun – That was more for you, but you – yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it – Maybe oh, I should... bonus episode for the fans. Yeah, yeah a bonus episode. Could it be <laughs> just... Yeah, that I, I should combine that with the drunken Menzel uh, half oh that was God. never released. <laughs> that could be all kinds of dangerous. Yeah, yeah, no, but those trips were fun. Titties and biscuits was a great moment. The yeah. the air horn in McCollum's face that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> ran, ran. I feel like there was a keg stand. Ran- Randy's keg stand face plant was glorious. You know, I mean. I keep been- trying to tell you guys if I had landed on my face, I'd probably would have ended up in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, you but were- you did. 
I laid on my back, damn it. No, I think you were drunk enough you just didn't even know. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't you, like, randomly step in a hole or something at Smith Mountain Lake? Actually, What's... no, what happened was is we were uh, going on the docks. What had happened was... What, what happened was, because Shannon and I already killed like a 12-pack and a half before you guys even showed up. Um, <laughs> it was Wait. nighttime. We were walking down on the dock, and I didn't realize there was a step. Because I was drunk. So <laughs> I, I kind of went over. I saved the beer. That's all that matters. Yeah. But yes, I ate it on that because yeah. I was drunk off my ass and yeah, didn't know yeah. there was a step. No, that was fun. That was fun. I, I love the time that um, I I don't I don't remember if we were coming back from your apartment or what, but uh, Mark was hammered. I mean, on his uh, the thirtieth. Were y'all were y'all yeah. drinking like um, Johnny Johnny yeah. Walker? Is that what it was? Johnny Walker Black. He yeah. and I were doing shots of it all night. We yeah. finished the bottle. And I and, yeah. and and Mark, I brought I brought you back to my house and. Uh, you went and you peed on my HVAC unit outside. <laughs> <the air. laughs> yeah, yeah, I sure did. Yeah, you did. You st- I, I, I know you remember it. Right? Yeah, you stumbled. Not, not clearly, but maybe. Yeah, you stumbled right over that thing and just, just peed all over it. It was great. <laughs> it was great. And the only reason I knew about it is because I woke up and Justin had sent me pictures. Yeah, I, I, had, I, had, I had pictures of it. Just yeah. yeah, I know. I, I, I probably took that pictures. That was my first ever hangovers. Oh man! Wow, uh, Johnny Walker, do you get enough of that <laughs> yeah. in you? That'll do it. Kill the, kill the bottle, Johnny Walker, tonight. That'll yeah. do it. That, that, yeah, that'll, that'll that'll get you. That'll get you. Uh, well, I, I guess I was gonna uh, close it out by saying, um, I mean, like like the rest of y'all, certainly I got plenty of great ones, um, and and I'm very large percentage of them involve uh, involve all of us, uh, definitely. Uh, you guys treated me to an awesome uh, bachelor party. Uh, you know, Shannon helping uh, awesomely get to get get to eighty pounds you know, of bacon. Cabin up in the mountains. Yeah, going yeah, on buddy. Uh, tons of bacon and massive amounts of bacon, and uh, going on all the brewery tours. And, Do you remember how happy uh, you were to have your Alexa? On <laughs> that, you brought the little tire with you. Were like, turn this out, guys. <laughs> yeah, good time with that. And, uh, that was that was a great great weekend. Yeah, that was and, fun. Yeah, I mean, a large large majority yeah. of them involve uh, brewer brewer adjacent uh, kind of get togethers. But I, yeah, I mean, I I think I got to go with uh, and obviously it still involves the, the brewer for sure. But my my wedding, I mean, I, I just I'll, I'll never forget it. It meant a lot to me. I, all y'all all you bastards were there. Uh, uh, Justin uh, is one of my groomsmen. Um, and just, just a, you know, massive party with all my favorite people. Uh, certainly it's, 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 it's been tough at times being, being away from Richmond and being away from you guys. So that was a great opportunity to, to get everybody together. Megan, uh, for anybody who hasn't met her is, you know, one of the best people I've ever gotten, uh, I'll ever know. And, and, you know, best addition to my life. And so, Aww. uh, Matt, well, it's, it's the truth. I know Aww. I'm a sap. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a phenomenal party with all my favorite people. So many great memories. <laughs> One that always sticks out because that was the year that the Cubs won the World Series. Uh, and so, you know, E.E. E was there. And for some reason, I always love remembering, uh, uh, I don't know if y'all were all there for it. I know Justin was, but, um, E at the bar when, like, there was, uh, 
kind of a uh, sketchy guy that was that was just kept on kind of coming after a few of the girls and he i think because he was well yeah a, a, a bit you know saucy like the rest of us but uh i think he was kind of amped up on cubs you know victory because they, they didn't win the world series that night but i think they, they booked their ticket to the world series or I, I don't remember exactly something like that uh but uh he just got ultra like you know Dude, if this guy keeps on trying to come after her, I'm going to whoop his ass. Like, <laughs> not, not standard E, but he was, you know, amped up. And uh, anyway, it was such a fun weekend, such a fun day. And, uh, you know, very, very sports brew approved. And, uh, yeah. yeah, fantastic time. So, uh, lot, lots to pick from, but uh, uh, there, certainly... there are. I mean, a decade encompasses a lot of things. And probably <laughs> oh, the best, sure. it really does. Probably the best thing I can say is um, I've enjoyed most of the last decade not all of it but i've enjoyed sure. most of it and um you know i look forward to the next decade i do i think uh it's gonna be a lot of other changes um i think the more sobering note is is realistically uh, other than mark the rest of us are old enough i mean that's an issue for you know family and, and aging and and other how obligations are going to change and then our kids getting older uh, but for the fun stuff and, and enjoying sports and being able to BS together and laugh at pop culture and enjoy this outlet, we certainly still have each other. We have this, and we'll have fun doing it as uh, as much as we can, as long as we can. Uh, hopefully we make money in some capacity at some point, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe never, and that's okay. It's still a ton of fun. We have a great time doing it, but you know, I have a lot of great memories from the past decade, and uh, certainly a, a lot of those memories include, you know, one or more of you or the whole sports brew or, you know, my family or when we had the ice, the, the ALS ice bucket challenge or when we had a fake mark made out of cardboard boxes <laughs> that one time. With, that, the, with the Seahorn jersey. With the, sea, with the yeah. fat Seahorn jersey. Yeah, that was pretty funny, uh, which a lot of people didn't get, but I, it didn't matter to me or, you know, uh, Shannon slapping me at a bar one time when he was drunk. After a squirrels game, <laughs> you know, knocking I'm my glasses off. Yeah, still alive. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it, there's a lot of things that are fun, man, and uh, you know, so, a lot of life is just a pain in the ass, and it's just uh, there's a lot of grind and a lot of things that are hard, uh, a lot of things that are frustrating, a lot of things that are stressful, and it, I think it's important to you know build and and have connections with people that you you have a release with, uh, uh, not that kind of release ass bags. But that you that you can have fun with, and you know it's it's like friend therapy and life therapy and beer therapy and sports therapy and fantasy therapy, and just have fun with a lot of stuff, man. Because uh, a lot of things aren't necessarily fun, and this is just one of those means to enjoy. This is another avenue to enjoy life. You know, all y'all are part of that, so thank you for that, and uh, I look forward to the next decade, gentlemen. Hopefully, we all make it through it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the feeling the feeling is very mutual. I think uh, I don't know. Maybe it would just be amusing to us, but uh, hey, we have people who listen to us on podcast. I imagine if uh, we had cameras that followed us around to see uh, non-podcasting times, hopefully it'd be equally entertaining. I certainly think, at least for us, it is, and uh, that's why. Yeah, as, as you stated, and I'll, I'll echo. I mean, like I said, the large majority of my favorite memories from this pod or from the past decade would include uh, the sports brew or different iterations of, of all of us together. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm super grateful for it too. And, uh, I absolutely look forward to the next decade and, uh, what's to come with, uh, with the four of us and beyond. There you go. Sounds good.
Well, Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Festivus, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. What's the other one? Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Festa. I don't know. There's some other one. It's like a combination of things. It's pretty funny. Chris Mahanza Kwanzaa. Is that it? That sounds, <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that sounds about right. That's, that sounds about right. Close enough. <laughs> we do eat ribs with that dude. <laughs> and always remember, if all else fails, from the sports brew to all of you, when we get to Christmas, you know the drill. Todd, you may not give him a reach around, but don't be a cunt. Shit, dwarf. <laughs> Take two, man. The usual Gilbert and Sullivan. Yes, please. Oh, my Lord. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get back to the right window. But uh, no, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good memories. It has been a fun decade. It has been a fun time. And uh, I thank all of you for helping to uh, build this into what it is and to enjoy the ride and uh, have a great time with friends and family. And uh, loved ones or, you know, hopefully you're not just some grinchy, small-hearted ass bag. If you are, try to get out there and do something, all right? Come on, man. <laughs> the Grinch can do it, so can you, you fuck. If you're that grumpy, get one of those Masterpiece Squatty Potties. It'll help. It'll help you out, man. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Every single time. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Hey, what up, my glasses. I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit this city. Let's go. I was trying to figure what was a good song to go out on. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like I, I feel like I feel like we can't end on like. Make them say, Ugh. I feel like we can't, I feel like we can't go out on the Harlem Shake, but God bless, that was fun for a period of time. Mark, do you have a horse head? Uh, probably. Yeah. I feel like we can't go out on click, click, pull, although it is tempting. It's tempting. <laughs> Margaritaville? I don't know if that works. Uh, that's not a big sports brew song, though. No, no, it's not. Can we go out on the fail horn? You know what? You know, you know what the hell we should go out on? One of the first damn things we started with. There you go. Let's do it. I think that's the way to go, man. I think, that, I think that's the way to do it. We use this song a lot. A lot. Early on. So you know what? 
each from all, from all of us to all of you, thanks for uh, joining in on the fun over the past decade. Here's the next, and we'll take a shot right along with you. That's what, we, that's what we do, brothers. Just not on a tilted toilet, you fucking cunts. <laughs> Merry Christmas. What, what is that line in uh, Home Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Die Hard still a Christmas movie. Get it right. But uh, look, as always, <laughs> you find... Damn straight it is. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, as always, you find us on uh, our home feed on Podbean, keywords are sports and brews, so whether it's iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, a whole bunch of other services. Uh, if you like beer, you like sports, you like comedy, you have to like some degree of stupidity. Hopefully you enjoy us and like us. But uh, we've appreciated it. We'll keep running as long as we can. And uh, we look forward to the next. But enjoy the break. Whatever it is you, that you happen to celebrate, hopefully you celebrate something. But find someone to celebrate it with. Find someone to share it with. You're worth it. They're worth it. Have an experience. And unlike a Lexus commercial, which God bless the people that make it a December to remember by giving people fucking cars. Good on you. Uh, but <laughs> share some time and maybe a drink with somebody else and a laugh and a hug and a high five and a moment. Because all the moments that we've shared together here with the Sports Brew have made my decade that much better. So I thank all of you for that. And on that note, good night now. <laughs> He's out. Woo! See you in 2020. Yep. Wait, you're telling me you wouldn't turn back time? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all? Not a little bit? Oh, there it is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, all right, friends. We'll catch you on the flip side. And good night now. The accidental, in true sports brew fashion, a can crushing Tuesday, and somehow we still end up making this fucker run till 3 a.m. Yep. <laughs> That's what we do. It, it really is incredible. It really 100% is. I'm going to have this. Thanks, three Skype. Yeah, thanks a lot, Skype. There you go. Anyway, good night, brothers. Get some rest, and I'll see you Thursday. For Star Wars. Hell yeah. Can't wait. See you then. Can't wait. All right, gents. See you guys. Good night now. Late. Love you guys. See you. Good night. I catch you.